It's a terrible football show, all right? I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. OH! Ew. OH! Oh, baby, go. yeah! <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex, what up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football decide the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shake. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, Have a good one, guys. Oh, 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 yeah, he's got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, <laughs> I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So <laughs> that right i will fly you out and take you to a game in dallas of your fucking choice Ooh. oh shit yeah he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions so why can't i it's a terrible football show after all Welcome to Terror Football Show, episode 80. I got the boys here with me all on Discord, uh, here to chat about a lot of different things around the NFL. A lot of things happened. Cowboys squeaked out with a win. We'll definitely get to that. Bears had a loss. Justin Fields injured. Minshew Mania did not run wild. Uh, lots of things in the college world as well. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, NFL head coach hot seats here today for sure at the point that we're at. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a really worthy conversation with how the Chargers lost. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's been a constant thing with the Chargers and Brandon Staley's. I feel like it's a worthy conversation here today. But let's go around the room. Jacob, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I uh, had a pretty damn good week of football, personally speaking, except for Washington State. Man. Besides the point, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I mean, I do know what's happening, but I don't know what's happening. It's a really yep. confusing time for that that program right now, uh, and I'm nervous going into this weekend. I, I don't blame you, man. I got some things that I'm nervous about going into this weekend, too. And, uh, man, that was a such a loss to Arizona. You know what I mean? Dear Lord. I mean, we saw Arizona put up a damn good game against USC just the week prior, I believe. So it's not unbelievable that they, they got the job done, but it's just unbelievable how they got the job done. You know what I mean? Like, Lord have mercy, what a score that was, 44-6. to six. Then we got Ricky yep. over here. Ricky, how you doing? How you feeling? Well, I can't say how about them hogs. But I can't <laughs> say how about them cowboys. You can barely say how about them cowboys. You can't say it excitingly, but you can say it. <laughs> how about them cowboys? Listen. Couple points. Yeah, basically. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Wins a win. Did he freeze? Lost. I'm I'm back. I'm back. Okay. 49ers lost to the Cleveland Browns. A little crap storm up there in Cleveland with a backup quarterback. <laughs> True. And Philly lost to the Jets. And Philly lost to the and Philly did lose to the Jets. Now, and, we, and I did call that. I did call Philly losing to the Jets last week. Now, it's the NFL, gentlemen. It's the NFL. Most of these teams are fairly evenly matched for the most part, especially especially on the offensive front, the defensive front. Just some are just a little better than others. It's all about matchups. 
we beat a decent team. We didn't beat a great team, but we didn't beat a team that's just one of those pushover teams. So I'm, I'm happy. I don't know about you. I'm just happy we got the dub, all right? That's it, fair. We're four and two and not three and three. And yes, I will go ahead and say this right now with with an exclamation point at the end. Right now, the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFC East. Hmm. Okay. That's 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 a take. That's being and that's being objective. That's an objective opinion, not a fan based opinion. That is an objective opinion. Okay. All right. I mean that's fair. That's a take. But that's fair. I'll give it to you. And we'll dive into that. You know, we got a lot of things to dive into today, uh, honestly and truthfully. Uh, we were almost going to have a guest picker today. Our guy, Tyler, who's, an, of course, a Penn State fan, Penn State and Ohio State, one of the biggest games of the year this weekend. But unfortunately, my scheduling did not work out for that. I had to run to Memphis today, and I did not. I literally pretty much ran home uh, and, and got this everything, you know, kind of ready to go as quickly as possible. So just unfortunate timing. Uh, hopefully, we'll get him on here in the future. He pitched the Wyoming Hawaii game in a few weeks, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. You're just trying to rub another L in my face. You son of a bitch. Uh, but anyway, uh, but no, we definitely got a lot of NFL stuff to talk about today. Um, you know, everything that with the, uh, the Cowboys and, and the Chargers and, and the super fan that came out of it that's been blowing up on Twitter. That's been a hilarious journey to follow. Uh, involving the uh, Philly Jets thing, one random thing to shout out is, man, shout out to Aaron Rodgers throwing on the field. I mean, I know he wasn't a lot of movement, but there was some swaying. It. Like, man, that's just... Look, as someone who is completely torn his Achilles, now granted, I'm a random nobody. You know what I mean? I don't have the best doctors in the world. I don't have the best way to get therapy in the world like he does. So, like, I understand the difference, but I'm just saying as someone who's completely torn Achilles in half, like, man, that's just, like, I, it's just impressive to me personally since I've been through it. You know, obviously, he's got more resources as an NFL athlete, one of the best NFL athletes, and that's fair. But, hey, man, kudos to him. Up front, I mean, I mean, you guys can say what you want, but as someone who's been th through that shit, kudos to the man. Like, goddamn, like that's just impressive. Uh, you know what else is impressive, guys? What else is impressive is Rogue Energy. So make sure to go to, to use our referral link down below and pick up some freaking Rogue Energy. They just launched a new hydration flavor called Ruby Splash. I haven't had it yet, but I have no doubt that it's freaking amazing. You can use promo code Sparky3 to get 10% off. And also go go over to Agent Ing and buy a damn jersey because our jerseys are sick and nothing else compares to it on the entire Agent Ink shop. And join the Discord. You can come chat with us. Uh, so uh, random random fun fact for everyone here. Uh, so for like three weeks in a row, I have forgotten our new segment, The Dicks. Not going to forget it today because I got a script again. You know, it's funny. Uh, last week, I think it was before we ever started, I told Jacob before we ever went live, ah, I should probably start using like a mini script again so I don't forget stuff. Sure as shit, I forgot dicks again. And that's when I was just like, all right, yeah, this is a wake-up call. I got to have a script again so I don't forget like shit like this. So we get, we're doing the dicks today, which, of course, is our disappointing, infuriating, confusing hype and shocking moment of the week. Um, you know, we uh, the boys want to chat a little bit of fantasy. We'll get to that here in a bit because there's definitely some conversation because uh, we did our fantasy draft live on the show, of course. So I think it's a good time to kind of check up on how we're doing. I have done... So much better than it said I would, but I swear to God, I'm not that good. Like, I'm squeaking by somehow. I say that, but I've been, like, beating my opponents pretty handily for the most part, but I swear to God, it's luck. I have no confidence in this team. <laughs> like, it's been pure luck, but we'll, we'll get there. But 
Let's go ahead and jump into the title topic of today's episode, because uh, I always feel bad whenever I make a title and I get to like 40 minutes in and we finally get to the title. I do that for every podcast I have. Every podcast I have, like whether it's Anime and Plus or Game Static or Terrible Football Show, we'll just get so sidetracked and it's like 40 minutes in. And it's like, oh yeah, we have the title topic for today. So let's get to the title topic, boys. That being NFL head coach hot seats. This is always a conversation. We're coming up to the trade deadline. I feel like we're coming up to a point where you could potentially start seeing some firings. I think by the end of October, we might get our first one. I don't know who it is. You know, my obviously as a Bears fan, my instinct is Matt Eberflus, even though the Bears have never fired a coach midseason. Uh, but, you know, they're, it's going to happen. There's going to be someone that gets fired, you know, whether if it be like maybe like Ron Rivera, Matt Eberflus, or maybe some others. Who knows? Who knows, man? Lots of conversations. So let me actually swap windows here for our – video viewers here I actually had a little browser up I just threw this together very quickly that's why it's just pictures of logos and not the actual coaches just deal with it all right I threw this together literally five minutes before we went live okay so it's fine it's no big deal uh so our tier list here on good old tiermaker.com is fourth degree burns at the top which is basically they're fired uh hot warm it's fine and then cold like a leather car seat in the winter uh which means they are just completely completely fine it's no big deal um, all right, boys, let's jump into it. Uh, we're just going to go down the exact list here. So let's start off with the first year man, Arizona Cardinals. How are we feeling about them? I want to just, you know, I know it's a first year. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. We've seen cases of first years get canned fairly quickly. I mean, Arizona's a great example. They fired Steve Wilkes after one year. You know, Urban Meyer was fired before his first year was done. Different circumstances for Urban, I get it. But it's not out of the norm to see a first-year guy on a hot seat. But in my opinion, for Arizona, I think we can all agree, they have been aggressively competitive this year. I think the future's bright for Arizona. I'm going to say cold like a leather car seat. What are you guys feeling? I'm going to agree. I, 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 for the same reasons you just said it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, it's tough to see him in any other position. I mean, they've just been so much more competitive than anyone would have thought. You know what I mean? Uh, what about Atlanta? Uh, Arthur Smith, been there for a couple years now. You know, haven't really done a whole lot. You know, how are we feeling about him? Are we feeling warm on this guy? Mm. I'm saying it's fine. It's fun. Okay. All right. What about you, Ricky? Um, I think. Go ahead, Ricky. Now, I I was gonna agree with Jacob and lean a little bit that way for the simple fact is is that you have a very very good chance, not a very very good chance, but you're still you're still competing in that division. You're not you're not getting blown out every week. You're not you know it. They're they're really competing and they're get they're better. You can tell they're getting better. Um. I, I'm going to agree with Jacob. I, I think it, I think it's really cold. Okay. So you we, we want cold or it's fine? What are we thinking? I'm thinking it's fine, mainly because... Okay. I agree with the it's the fine. I don't think it's cold. The teams it's that fine. they beat, they beat two decent teams, the Packers and the That's Texans, fair. and then they've lost to two good teams and one eh team in the Commanders. So... I would say it's fine. They just have a little bit more fine-tuning stuff, and I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to be the the go-to guy next year. Okay. All right. 
Um, so for the next ones, I feel like we can potentially hit five in a row right now. Just all knock them out. We have Green Bay with Matt LaFleur, Houston with D'Amico Ryans, Indianapolis with Shane Steichen, Jacksonville with Doug Peterson, Kansas City with Andy Reid. Would we just all go ahead and consider those cold? I mean, we they're they're fine. I mean, I see no reason why not. You know, D'Amico's yeah. they they've gone well well and above. You know, uh, Shane Steichen and the Colts, in my opinion, they've gone above what we thought they would be, Anthony Richardson included. You know, Doug Peterson, he's, you know, Jacksonville is a little inconsistent, but I mean, he's not, he's, he's not, it's not anything bad in Jacksonville right now. He just won the division. You know, we're still in, in, in pace for stuff. And then, you know, Casey and Green Bay, I feel like they're perfectly fine. I do, do we kind of agree on that? Those five are all good. The only one I think I would I I wouldn't put them in the warm spot. I would put them what 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 is it? I know it's fine, cold, warm, hot. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, it's cold, it's fine, warm, hot, and fourth degree burns. Matt Lafleur, Matt Lafleur at Green Bay. I, I think it's a little bit more than it's fine. I think it's a little bit less than it's fine. I've um, hmm. we're just got to see how the players respond to him. Um, I know, I know he's done well, but I also want you guys to look at the hand that he was dealt when he got there, and he deal with the hand he has now. That's all it's about. If the players can, if the players will react to him, he'll be fine. But I will tell you guys this: that loss to Vegas sold me, told me a whole lot different picture than what you guys are seeing. Hmm. Okay. Jacob, how do you feel about his statement there? You think uh, Matt Floor might be a little, might be warming up a little bit? Like it's it's fun, or you you think it's you think it's firmly cold? That's a good point. I would say that it's it's warming up a little bit. Okay, uh, it, it all honestly depends how the remainder of the year. I don't think he'll be fired midseason. That I agree. He's to fired that. No. is going to be in the no. off season. Yeah, but it's going to depend on how much Jordan Love progresses this year okay so i you know i agree with you guys let's go it's fine for the packers we'll, we'll do it's fine for the packers uh, that's some good points you know because it's going to be really about responding with no aaron Rodgers. you know this is the first full year with no aaron Rodgers, so it i could see where it's it's fine for sure uh and then of course chiefs jags texans and colts we put in cold now here's a, here's one for you boys vegas where are we putting Josh? We had, none of us have been high on Vegas. We, you know, with Josh McDaniels, we thought he should have been fired a long time ago. Is he hot or fourth degree burns, or is he just warm right now? How are we feeling? I, I personally think he's just warm right now. Should mm. he be hot? Yes. But here's the thing: who who else are they going to get right now? The situation that they the management. Listen, I'm not a big fan of Josh McDaniels as a head coach. I never have been. He's always been a great offensive coordinator. You could put I, I will put him on any NFL team right now as an offensive coordinator and will never complain once. I will make him the highest paid offensive coordinator ever offensive coordinators. When it comes to a head coach, he's not the greatest of head coaches. But in this certain situation, management has put him in a situation that he cannot there's only so much he can control on and off the field. And with that being said, I say warm, but I but at the same time, it's the Raiders, man. You never know. It's the Raiders. <laughs> True. Yeah, I agree with Ricky. I think it should be warm. I don't think it okay. should be hot necessarily because outside of the game with the Bills, they've stayed competitive. Okay. All right. The injury with Jimmy Garoppolo is going to definitely throw a wrench uh, into the whole gear 
situation that they have going on. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to move forward with that. Cause I don't think he's going to be starting this week. Mm, well, you got Aiden O'Connell. I'm a big fan of Aiden O'Connell. I know you but are. That's just the big 10 fan of me. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Aiden, Aiden can be a solid QB man. All right. So we'll go warm can, for Vegas. He can sling a ball. That's for sure. All right, boys. Here's the whole reason I started this topic. The chargers. I say fourth degree for you say so you say he's fired because fourth degree is essentially fired in my mind yeah you cannot have that much talent on a team for so many years and do nothing with it I do I agree I was leaning a little bit hot but I think fourth degree is where Brandon Staley needs to go Chargers right now to be in the top five in the NFL right now the top five as in one of the best five records in the NFL and it should stay consistent that way with the level of talent that he does have. It's definitely hot. It's definitely hot. Let's see how the rest of the season plays out. So you think hot, not fourth degree. We'll see how the rest of the season plays out right, right now. I'm going to say hot because we're still young into the season. Uh, you give me about two or three more weeks. Let's see how the record folds. Let's see how they react after this Cowboys loss. And then we'll see. I'm actually in the boat with Jacob on this one. I'm I'm in the fourth degree burns because I'm with him. You can't have this level of talent and do nothing with it. You continue to do. I mean, look at the playoff game last year. Shout out to Duvall. But you picked T-Law four times in the first quarter and lose. You can't let that happen. I'm going fourth degree. He's fired. And I do agree with Ricky, though, that, you know, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. That realistically, I'd say he's hot seat. But for the sake of the video. The, the show we're doing fourth degree uh what about the rams boys how are we feeling on this one you think he's cold or it's fine what how are we feeling i'm kind of leaning towards it's fine i'm kind of leaning yeah. towards cold okay uh, yeah, i yeah i agree with jacob leaning towards cold he's not going anywhere okay that's i think too- this is the beginning of a transition period for the rams that's you know true. they they let a lot of talent go. They still have some veterans there, but it, it's not enough veteran talent to be able to stay at the top of that division. Of course, the 49ers are just the 49ers right now. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's cold. It could trend upwards towards the end of the season, especially if they uh, win, lose, win, lose like they've been having. Yeah. But we'll see. All right. That's a two to one. Uh, so we'll go Rams in cold. I went ahead and put the Dolphins in cold for obvious reasons. Uh, how are we feeling about the Vikings? Obviously, playoff team last year did did really well with first-year head coach. Now, in his second year, they're one and five, I think, whatever. Uh, I'm kind of just leaning towards it's fine right now. You know, I feel like there's plenty of time to turn it around even next year. Uh, I wouldn't say he's warm, but I think it's fine. is probably the best place for him. I'd agree. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, John Harbaugh, I think he's cold. I mean, he's been there long enough, right? I'm going to say warm. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, let me hear it. I'm going to say warm. You get, get your court. You get your franchise quarterback back. Get Odell Beckham. Don't get me wrong. I know Odell Beckham Jr. is old, as you know, and I know he's, you know, all the injuries and everything like that has has come about. I think they're going to end up firing him. Probably not, but I think it's a possibility because look what the Ravens have done. You saw the first couple of games. And then you saw the last few games they played. They're not doing that well, guys. And, the, and here's the thing. They have not done well 
since they since they went to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. That he's done nothing since then. He's made the playoffs a few times, but what else can he do there? I, I understand he's probably got job security there, but I'm just telling you in general, the Ravens are so inconsistent. It's not even funny. Lamar Jackson at one point was playing on MVP level the first couple of games, and then all of a sudden, jam, yeah, and it's not. They're not doing anything. I'm going with warm. The problem with the Ravens right now, and it has been this way for the past few years, it's the same thing with what the 49ers have been going through the last few years is injuries. Injuries have killed the Ravens' yeah. momentum each and every season. Uh, they get a really big test this weekend against Detroit. Oh yeah. The Ravens are on top of the division right now. So I, I would say I'd put John Harbaugh in it's fine. All right, we'll meet in the middle. We'll do it's fine because I was leaning cold. We got Ricky with warm, Jacob with it's fine. We'll go meet in the middle there, and we'll go ahead and do it's fine. All right, Patriots. I'm curious, guys. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this, and and Jacob Jacob just blurted it out. I think Belichick's gone. I think this is it. I, I really do. I do too, actually. I was going to say warm, is, but I was going to say warm is, on his own accord. He is too stubborn. He is too old school. He is not relating to these players whatsoever. That's why they're getting blown out. It's not the Tom Brady era of players that he once had. It's a totally different group. You're dealing with, like, Players these days, guys, are a lot more emotional than what they were, say, 10, 15 years ago. There's a different – you have to have this different approach with players than what what you used to be able to have with them. And it's at every single level. It's every single level that you have. And Bill Belichick is just this hard-nosed, old-school guy. And I – look at the draft picks. Look at the draft picks. How many Pro Bowls has any of them made? How many, how many, what's he done since Tom Brady's left? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He's it. I personally think he needs to be gone. I, I, I'm saying really, really hot. He's fired. Here's the thing. When it comes to Bill Belichick and Ricky kind of touched on it a little bit with the draft picks. Belichick has handpicked every player in every single person on his staff. Yeah. And they have amounted to a one in five record. That cannot happen. It cannot. And now there are reports coming out that he lied about the team trying to re-sign Jacoby Myers. Hmm. Okay. He's, it's another situation where there's a decent amount of talent on that team and they should not own they should not have just one win. I agree. I disagree. I disagree. That team sucks. There's no talent on that team, man. They got talent. Rip it up. Rip it up. On that team. Rip it up. Start all over. I disagree. Hire Josh. Hire Josh McDaniel. Let him. Let him take the team he always really wanted. Watch him get the Patriots, and all of a sudden he becomes the greatest head coach ever. Just saying. I'm. I'm telling you, there's not much talent on that team at all. They have a solid receiving core. They have two fantastic tight ends and Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki. You have a solid linebacking use... core. Huh? 
Yeah, they have two. They have two solid tight ends. They don't use. That's what I'm saying. It's more. I would say this is more so a coaching staff situation than it is player situation. Defensively, they're horrible. Everybody, they they they're horrible defensively. They have no they have secondary a lot of whatsoever. On the defense right now, they do. The one bright star they've got on defense right now is their first round draft pick, though. Then he got hurt. I think he's out for the year, isn't he? Yep. God, that sucks, dude. Because he could have been a defensive rookie of the year, like up front, Christian Gonzalez. Like it fucking sucks that he went down, man. He was balling. He's on IR. Matthew Judon's on IR. Yeah. Uh, Raekwon McMillan's on IR. I do agree with hot though. We're going to have the first entry to the hot seat is uh, I think Bill Belichick is hot, but I, I think if he gets fired, I think it's going to be a situation of where he retires, but you know, he gets fired. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those yeah. because yeah. of the legacy that he is and stuff. Uh, what about the saints and Dennis Allen? How are we feeling on him? The hand-picked successor of Sean Payton. He was going to leave New Orleans, I think, either for... I think it was for another D.C. job somewhere. I could be wrong. But then he backed out of it to stay in New Orleans, be head coach, because Sean Payton was retiring, air quotes. Uh, the hand-picked guy. How are we feeling on him? Three and three. Didn't really do much last year. Haven't really figured out quarterback yet. I think this is the same situation with Art Smith. I think that it's it's too early to tell whether or not he's going to amount to a good head coach. Um, kind of fumbling the ball a little bit with Derek Carr, but and, he, and it, it, you're getting the sense that some of the players are starting to lose faith in the offense, especially players like Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Um, but it's his first year. You got to get, I'm always a, a proponent for you give a head coach at least three years. Agree. Three years is a good time frame to determine whether or not a coach is going to amount to anything. Uh, I'm going to say cold. Cold. Okay. I'm going to say it's fine just because it's the New Orleans Saints management. You just never know. But I, I will add on this. I agree with I agree with the three-year deal, Jacob. But here's the thing. You have to see progress. You have to see – you have to continually see – like if, if you – let's just say – Let's head coaching job. I, I don't know. I don't know how many games he won last year. I can't remember off the top of my head. But let's just say. Let's just say. Let's just say that you're you're a, you're a coach that wins three games your first season. You know, your next year, you want to see that five and six. You want to see that five or six mark just to even consider having a third season. But if you're one of those that's going to just going to fall flat, well then no, you don't deserve a third season. Um, but yeah, but I I I still say he's fine right now. Okay, I'm kind of leaning the it's fine category, but Jacob does bring up a good argument for cold, but I'm still kind of leaning it's fine. So we're going we're gonna to put him in that one as a two-to-one vote there. All right, boys, what about coach of the year? Brian Dayball, one in five Giants. It's fine. Yeah, I don't think it's his fault what's happening with the Giants right now. I think it's more so of a front office thing. Okay, so not cold, but it's fine. Yeah. I, I, I'm also going to agree with that. All right. That's what I'm kind of feeling too. Uh, the Jets, in my opinion, I say hard cold because I think yep. the upper management can, if the Jets crap out, they, it's a very situational thing. So that's very cold in my opinion. 
Uh, Eagles. I'm getting a very good uh, feeling that the Jets are going to do just enough to have Aaron Rodgers come back. I do too. Season I do too. Go on a Super Bowl run, man. Dude, I would. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it so bad. All right, Eagles. I say cold. I think that's very fair to say. Just went to the Super yes. Bowl. They're still a good team. Uh, what about Mike Tomlin? What about Mike Tomlin? Hot. Really? Okay. I'm kind of. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning the same thing. I'm glad to hear someone else on the same page. I'm kind of feeling warm or hot. I, I kind of want to lean a little bit more warm than hot. That's kind of where I'm vibing with. What, what, what did you say? You said hot? Becca? I said hot. He's not going anywhere. It's as cold as cold can get. Mm, all right. We're all on very different wavelengths here then. He is. Guys, Mike Tomlin right now, right now, is probably the best coach in football. Who, who's better than who's, who is better whoa, whoa. Hang on. reaction <laughs> i am not, I, I am not i am not the biggest steelers fan i'm not the biggest mike mike tomlin head coach fan but guys he's never had a losing season how are you going to tell me that it's not cold that he that is a never. great point i'm sorry but it never. is while the team's been never had a losing matter. season it's, it's happening right now mm. jacob Write it down on your board. Mike Tomlin is not going anywhere. I'll write it down, but I, I am hard disagreeing with you. They're fumbling the ball with Najee Harris. They're fumbling the ball with George Pickens. They're fumbling the ball with Kenny Pickett. And those are all of their top I picks will say, within the last few years. I will say. The last I, three years. I blame, the last three years. I, that I blame a lot on my, Matt Canada, which also is to blame Mike Tomlin, that Mike Tomlin's not firing Matt Canada. Canada needs to be fired. Canada was picked I, by Mike Tomlin. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I just said, is that it, I blame Mike Canada, but I blame Mike Tomlin for not firing Mike Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, Mike Tomlin's not going anywhere. It's not happening. I cannot believe you think he is the best coach in the NFL currently. That he's, who, who's, he's top who's, five. Who's better than anybody? Who's better than he is? Andy Reid. I agree to that though. Andy Reid. Andy Reid is who I would put at the pinnacle in okay. terms of the NFL today. Uh, okay. 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 You got me on that one. Who else? I'd still honestly. I'd still argue Bill Belichick is a better head coach than Mike Tomlin is. No. Historically, no, obviously, no, yes. No, 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 but no. today in 2023, I, I might argue Mike Tomlin's better. Mike Tomlin's top five for me. I'll, I'll say that. That's my personal opinion. He'd be top five. And you, you cannot forget the living meme, the living walking meme that is the Miami head coach himself. I love Mike McDaniel so much. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm a, like I'm, I'm, said, I'm gonna throw had, out I'm gonna throw out there never a hot take had for you. a losing season. And There's also shout, shout out to Doug coaches Peterson too, because I think Doug that. Peterson is a better head coach than Mike Tomlin is. I'm gonna throw out a hot take. It's okay, oh, so the team Lord. is gr obviously very good. They're they're on their way to do magical things, but I'm gonna throw out a hot take. The second best head coach in the NFL today. Dan motherfucking Campbell, baby. Let's go. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dan motherfucking Campbell, baby. Love Number two. Love me some Dan Campbell. <laughs> Number two in the league behind Andy Reid, baby. Let's go, Dan Campbell. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Steelers, man, we're, we're we're very divided on this one. So can we just like meet in the middle and just do like it's fine? Does that work for everyone? 
Hey, whatever. That's fine with me. I'll swallow my pride. All right. We'll do it. It's fine. <laughs> we'll do it. It's fine. All right. 49ers. I'd say cold. That's uh, pretty straightforward. Yep. Uh, what about Seahawks? So I say that Pete Carroll is warm, but it's still not to any faults. It's just simply because I think he's just getting older and he is going to retire regardless of how the team is, good or bad. So it's not to any faults of his own. Uh, it's not to any faults. It's just his own personal accord. I say warm. You know, I should probably have made like another thing like for retirement, but I, I didn't see a point since that only applies to like maybe two people. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. But I, I'd say warm. Yeah, I'd agree with warm. Uh, and I cannot believe I'm saying this as a, an Ohio State fan, but overall, career-wise, out of all the head coaches right now in the NFL, Pete Carroll's in top five for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm actually in the same boat as Jacob because it it makes me want to throw up in my mouth whenever same. whenever I whenever I say something like whenever something like that happens. But you you got you got to acknowledge greatness when greatness is right there in front of your face. And Pete Carroll has taken basically an entire new Seahawks team these last couple of years, and he's actually done pretty well with them. Yeah. No, I mean, he's a phenomenal coach. Like I said, like, if it wasn't for the fact that I think retirement's potentially on the brain, I know there's, like, not a lot of heavy rumors on it. I know he hasn't really said it that much. If it wasn't for that thought in my head, I would say his seat is very cold. I'm only pitching warm because I think he might be thinking retirement. I think it'll be the same situation with Bill Belichick, where they're not necessarily fired. They're just retiring. Well, Bill Belichick's case, I think, would be a firing. <laughs> I'll say let's do let's just do it's fine let's do it's fine how's that that's fine yeah it's fine with an asterisk of yeah. retirement not he's in trouble what about uh, the Bucks and Todd Boyles cold really I was gonna lean it's fine personally given how they're yeah. still being competitive without Tom Brady, without Gronkowski, without all the people that they had leading into that Super Bowl win, I think it's cold. I think I think Todd Bowles will be just fine. I'm going to 100% agree. All right, that's 2 to 1, so we're putting them in cold. What about the Vrabes, baby? What about Mike Vrabel? Ohio State legend. Warm. Warm, warm, warm. That man is in unable to build a team right, right now. now. I agree to warm. He just won coach of the year a few years ago, but it's kind of crumbling apart. And one yep. reason is because they haven't really addressed the quarterback situation because Will Levis is just, he hasn't, they haven't given him a chance. Ryan Tannehill's fallen off. They've been a failure at wide receiver. Uh, shout out to Traylon Burks, but they've been a failure at wide receiver. Um, you know, so I, I'd say warm. I'd say warm. Uh, now we're on to Tyler's team, who just popped in chat. Tyler said, fire Sean McDermott. That's a take. Uh, how are we feeling on Sean McDermott? For the love of God. <laughs> I think that's all Tyler wanted to get out of it. <laughs> I would oh, say it's boy. fine for Sean. I think it's kind of starting to warm up just because, again, same situation, a lot of talent, amounting to some but not getting over that hump. They should have been that, in a that, Super Bowl by now. Okay, Tyler back says, uh, okay, fire Ken Dorsey. Dorsey mostly. Okay. Unfortunately, I'd agree with that. Unfortunately, a Miami legend who was a hot hot commodity for a potential head coach job, and he's just kind of dropping the ball now. Yep. 
So where are we leaning yeah, on Sean? I, I, it's fun. Or cold. I'd say I it's mean, I, it's it's fine. I'm gonna say it's fine. I'm gonna say it's fine as well. It's just that one little bitty deal. Are the Bills gonna be willing to pull the trigger if they don't get over that hump this season? You've got a talented quarterback in Josh Allen, a really, really huge talented quarterback. And but their thing is they don't have a running game. You gotta have a running game. Yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Uh, what about Washington with Ron Rivera? Hmm. I love Ron Rivera so much. I have so much mad respect for that man. Same. Even though I hated the Panthers when he was coaching them, and I don't hate the Commanders. Even though they're in division, I don't view them as a rival. I view them as a little brother. <laughs> 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 it's like uh, it's it, it's like it's like if you hate if you hate the commanders it's almost like rooting against a team like vanderbilt or hawaii or uh don't one drag of those little me into nothing this teams that does nothing i'm just <laughs> i'm just making an example man i'm sorry like like you, you can't hate you, hawaii like you could have like just Tyler left it in temple. the nfl why would you hate temple you could have just left it. Yeah, that's true. Fuck off, Tyler. Like, why the hell? Like, that is not a rivalry. That's just the, that's fuck Temple. Hey, what the, that's so stupid. Anyway, you could have said the Lions. I mean, come on. They were the best example. It, the am, I, am I wrong in thinking that he could be in the same situation as Pete Carroll right now, where retirement may be on the brain? Yeah. I agree to that. I'd put him in it's fine. That's I was kind of leaning it's fine. I don't think it's warm, uh, but I think it's it's fine. You know, they, they've shown competitiveness. You know, they have, you know, obviously hot commodity of Eric bien uh this year being in the OC, working with Sam Howell, you know, second year for Sam Howell. Like, I, I think it's work in progress. I, I want to say it's fine. And I, I think they've done a phenomenal job given all of the off-field shenanigans that have happened while Ron Rivera has been head coach. Yeah. I don't know. Hang on. My, my, my gut wants to kind of lean warm because like under new management, I could see new management wanting to get, you know, a new splash of a head coach. So I kind of want to lean warm, but I'm fine to settle for it's fine. We all in agreement? Yeah. What about Frank Wright? First year in Carolina. Fourth degree burns. Already fired, honey. One of those cases. I think he's going to be fired midseason. Really? Oh, buddy. Yep. Because you saw how competitive Carolina started out that game after he let go of play calling. He has fumbled the ball as far as Bryce Young is concerned. This, this should not happen. It should not happen. I like Frank Reich. I think he's a good guy, but I don't think Carolina is the right situation for him. I don't say fourth degree burns, but I do think hot or warm even though he's a first-year head coach for him, but he's not a first-year head coach. You know what I mean? If he was a yeah. brand-new first-year head coach, then I would say it's fine or cold. You know, they're figuring things out. They they traded away DJ Moore. They got a rookie QB. You know, they're, they're figuring things out, new regime, you know, new running back to fit into said new regime. Like, they're figuring things out. So I, I give them the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, he you know he's an established head coach. You know, not a great established head coach, but an established head coach. Uh, I kind of, I kind of want to lean hot or warm personally, with how bad they've been, and they don't have a future to build upon either. They traded away the first round picks to us. 
So um, I'm, I'm going to agree with Alex for the moment. I'm going to say hot just for the simple fact is he, like I said, it is his first season in there. However, he can't go over. You can't go over and expect to keep your head coaching job. It's not going to happen. Yep. Here's the, here's the issue that he faces though. The Panthers have an owner that is extremely impatient. True. David Tepper will fire you no matter how much experience, no matter how good you're doing. If he smells anything bad, he will fire you. And I think he's going to this season. That's fair. All right, let's go ahead and make this next one quick. Bears, Maddie, Flues, fourth degree burns. To go and establish that now. <laughs> look, look, I don't care how the rest of the season goes. This man's not sticking around. Like, he's getting fired. Just because I want you to feel the pain that I'm feeling at Arkansas right now, even though I love Sam Pittman, it's cold as ice, my man. He's not going anywhere. No, fourth degree burns. I'm, I'm going to die on yeah, this he's, hill. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. All right. Let me you go. You don't ahead. have anything to worry about, my man. He is gone. Let me go ahead and throw uh, Dan Campbell in cold. We already know that one. All right. So we got four teams yep. left. We got the Bengals with Zach Taylor, the Browns with Kevin Stefanski, the Dallas Cowboys with Mike McCarthy, and the Broncos with Sean Payton. All right. Let's start with the Bengals. Zach Taylor. How are we feeling? Cold or it's fine. You go ahead first, Ricky. I was gonna let you. I was gonna let you because they're 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 your second favorite team. I was gonna let you go first on this one. Yeah, you're you're the local guy. You're probably gonna say fourth. You're 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 the local. You're the local guy. That's why it's just fair that you go first. Hot. I won't go fourth degree burns. I will go hot because just like last year, they're starting to pick up steam again. Why I say hot mainly is because the offseason was supposed to be going to get veteran offensive linemen to protect Joe Burrow. They did, and they all suck. He is still running (laughs) for his life out there. That's true. The defense, been pretty injured from time to time, but are still playing competitive football. But like I said, like last year, the Bengals started out cold and are getting hot again. I think this is where they start their run once again to the playoffs. I don't have any concern with them not winning the division. Um, Hot. So I kind of lean warm or it's fine personally. So, Ricky, where are you on this? I'm actually in between warm and hot for the same reasons that Jacob mm, said, okay. you know, going out and getting veterans in the off season um, that, you know, Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow's still running for his life. And I think you saw the injury at the beginning of the season. And hopefully, hopefully we, we see Joe Burrow, you know, at that 100% level that he can, pl- that he can definitely play at. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to lean warm more than All I right. will hot though. I, 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 let's see how the rest of the season plays out. We'll do hot. Then we'll do hot under our two to one rule. All right, Jacob. Does that work for you? That works fine by me. Okay. Browns and Kevin Stefanski. I'm kind of curious you boys' thoughts on this one. This one's a little bit of a touchy one, I think. You know what I mean? Like, this one's kind of like very, a lot, lot of baggage here. I don't think it's his fault that the Deshaun Watson experiment is failing. 
I don't think that was his call 100%. He might have, you know, been on board with it, but I don't think it was him that probably brought up the conversation of bringing in Deshaun Watson. Um, shout out to PJ Walker for getting a dub. Love that man. Great. It didn't have a good, good game, but serviceable. Did his job. Uh, and it's another team where they have a lot of talent, but injuries, bad coaching, bad offseason uh, shenanigans. I would say it's fine leaning towards warm. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm going to agree with Jacob. Because um, like, like he said, everything's going on. It's, it's not 100% his fault. At this point, it doesn't matter who you bring in as a head coach for the Browns. They're the Browns. It's, I mean, it's just, they're the Browns. What else can you say? Call up Nick Saban. Call up one of them old guys down in college. Try to get them up. It doesn't matter who coaches them. They're the same old Browns. They're going to be the same old Browns. Um, it just, it, it's just an awful situation. I, I, I hate it for everyone that has to play in Cleveland. And it doesn't matter what the sport is. I agree with it. It's fine. I think that's a good place for him right now. Uh, th- there is a lot of stuff that's kind of been out of his control, and I will say losing Nick Chubb for the years is going to hurt a lot. You know, that's not his fault, obviously. Uh, we'll save you boys as Cowboys for last. Let's hit the Broncos real quick. I kind of just feel like cold, personally. This is not a good team. Russ is an issue. He, you know, Sean Payton's come in with an issued team. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I know where people may want to jump to. It's fine because of how bad they've been. But, like, this is not a good football team that he got. I mean, it's just not. I, and I don't feel like Russ is going to be the guy for him, you know, for multiple reasons. I just don't think God, Russ is the same Russ. I also just don't think Russ is going to be a Sean Payton sort of guy. You know, if, if let's say next year the Broncos suck it up, they get a top three pick, let's say they draft Drake May and they continue to suck, the, you know, the next year, I would say next year Sean Payton is it's fine or warm. Uh, while I, there's a part of me that truly believes Sean is just washed, I'm just acknowledging from a realistic standpoint, the Broncos team fucking sucks up front. Um, so I don't know. I kind of want to say cold, you know, just because of like, you know, the legacy that he brings, like he's not going to get fired. Yeah, He's going to at least get time to maybe flip the roster. That's my opinion, at least. I would agree with that. Uh, I definitely think they're going quarterback in the first round this season. I do too. It's it's happening. Whether it's Caleb Williams or Drake May, they're getting one of those two. It's probably going to be Drake because Caleb's going to go one, and you know, that's probably going to be to Chicago. Yeah, I, I, I'll three for three on that one. Okay. Uh, you guys said everything. All right, boys, your team. Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. You got to win. You're happy. That's great. But how are we feeling as a whole? Take it away, Ricky. Oh, it's Mike McCarthy been there now, Jacob? Four, at five, least, four or five years? At least four. At least four. Jacob, <laughs> I don't know how much you'll agree with me on this one. Ooh, okay. But for me, to be able to get the it's NFC Championship. NFC Championship or bust, and here's the reason I say that. You got rid of Kellen Moore. You wanted to call the plays. We're starting to see this, but but here's the thing. The only, the only reason that I would even say that you're 
leaning toward that hot seat is for the simple fact is is that you've had all this time to figure it out. Your red zone offense sucks right now. Um, even though you were two for four last night, I I know just about every game that y'all have had except for the 49ers, y'all move the we can move the ball very very well. You want a total control? He's got total control. What are they going to be able to do now? And I understand that you got Dak Prescott as your quarterback, but Dak Prescott is still a top 10, top 15 quarterback in this league. But you have the best defense in football. If you don't at least make the NFC Championship game with this team, you got to go. And they've got to bring somebody. They've got to bring somebody. Promote Dan Quinn. Get an offensive-minded guy. Don't care what you do at this at this point. But Mike Mc, and I, I like I say I like Mike McCarthy. I wasn't the biggest on the hire. I thought they could have done better. Right now, I'm gonna say warm. But let's see how it progresses. Let's see if they get any better in the red zone. Let's see where they go. But I personally believe it's NFC Championship bust. So. I did a little fact checking. This is this current season is his fourth season as head coach. I haven't been a Mike McCarthy fan since the hire because his first order of business was firing Chris Richard, who I personally thought was responsible for one of the best defenses we've had within the last 20 years. I am going to say that Mike McCarthy is on the hot seat because of how inconsistent the offense has been, how inconsistent we've been able to plug and play uh, players that we expected in the off season to do very well for letting veteran talent go and for letting veteran coaching go. It is it, it may look good on the surface, Within the last few years, it may look good when in 12 plus games the last couple seasons. But if you really dig deep, the depths of the details, it's not okay what's happening right now with Dallas. Hot seat. Okay. So I'm the decido factor here. We're split now, on this. Now, now, before before you answer, Alex, uh, there is one thing. There is one thing I do want to say, Jacob. Everything goes through Jerry Jones in that program. Everything goes through Jerry Jones. So if Mike McCarthy's if Mike McCarthy suggested it and Jerry Jones seconded it, that's a Jerry Jones call. So in his defense, you still have Jerry Jones to go through. That's a fair point, but Jerry respects Mike so much and he respects Dan so much. It's the suggestions. Normally aren't really suggestions. Catch my drift. I'm kind of leaning hot personally. And it's for the reasons of like, you know, this is America's team air quotes, you know, Jerry Jones desperately wanting another Super Bowl win before he kicks the bucket, you know, and just the level of inconsistencies that this team has had. I would argue that this team has more inconsistencies than the Jason Garrett era. I really would. Like, just year in and year out, I would argue that this team has had more inconsistencies besides defense. I think defense, it's been fine. 
you know, obviously you guys have had incredible defense, especially this year. Arguably, I mean, it's like top three defense in the NFL, arguably even number one. But it's just that offensive side of the ball, man. It's like a lot. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys M.O. since the late 90s has been inconsistency. So it's like every, you know, every era of coaching you've had since then has been inconsistent, let's be honest. But in terms of just like, you know, really nitpicking here, I, I kind of lean where this is more inconsistent than Jason Garrett personally. Cowboys have been cursed ever since Jerry Jones ran Jimmy Johnson away. Yep. All right, I'm going to go hot. We're going to go 2-1 rule on that. Um, but I, I can see both points. But I'm, I'm feeling hot personally. <clears throat> All right, so there's our tier list, boys, for, uh, you know, after going into what, week six, I think, or week seven of, of where we're at with head coaches and um, the uh, hot seat. So just to recap here, Chargers and Bears, the only two teams in fourth-degree burns. Uh, for hot seat, we got the Patriots, uh, which will be more of a forced retirement. Carolina and Dallas. Warm, we have Vegas, Tennessee, and Cincy. It's fine. We have Atlanta, Green Bay, Minnesota, Baltimore, New Orleans, New York, Giants, uh, the Steelers, Seattle with an asterisk of retirement, Buffalo, Washington, and Cleveland, and then cold like a leather car seat in the winter. We have Arizona, KC, Jacksonville, Houston, Indy, LA Rams, Miami, the Jets, the Eagles, the Niners, Tampa, Detroit, and Denver. Also, shout out to the fact that going through that, I have zero consistency on how I shout these team names out. <laughs> like, I'm saying cities for some, <laughs> team names for others. I just have, there's no flow. There's no flow on that at all. All right, let me go back to this screen. But yeah, zero flow on how I went through that, but it is what it is. Um, but all right, so while we're still on the topic of the NFL, uh, boys, is there certain games that we kind of really want to dive into, maybe talk about or something? I mean, I mean, go, just going through the list real quick, the Chiefs didn't put up a promising win, you know, over the over the Broncos. Uh, you know, the Bears, Justin Fields hurt and looks like he's going to be hurt for a little bit. You know, so the Vikings come out with an L, uh, with a W on that one. Minshew Mania does not run wild. Uh, he throws three INTs. It is what it is. Yeah, the Ravens, you know, got a win over in London over the Titans. Commanders get a pretty nice win over the Falcons. Bengals, you know, had a very lackluster win against the Seahawks. Again, Browns with that. We already mentioned it, but Browns with the dub over the Niners, you know, finally showed some uh, mortality in Brock Purdy. Uh, Panthers started off hot, and then Dolphins ran away with it. Shout out to the Finns on that one. Texans get another dub, but C.J. Stroud, unfortunately, threw an interception. Uh, hate to see it, but shout out to the Texans for catching that dub. Man, that interception shouldn't, I mean, it, it counts, but it really shouldn't <laughs> count because they made the guy fumble the ball, and they recovered it back. And it, it shouldn't count. Uh, but Josh McDaniels beating uh, Bill Belichick. Shout out to that one. The Rams getting a, a nice win over the Cardinals. Jets getting a very nice win over the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, three picks. That Jets defense is legit. Uh, and then the Lions going down to Tampa, getting a nice win there. Jared Goff put up some good numbers. Bills getting a very unconvincing, lackluster win with Tyrod Taylor playing quarterback for the Giants. And, of course, your Cowboys game. Uh, any any games that kind of stick out from the weekend that we want to maybe look at and talk about a little bit? And I think you just hit everything right there. I, I mean, I did. You know, I, I was just throwing it was a, <laughs> It was a weird weird football weekend it was a very like <laughs> it, it just it, it this this weekend of the nfl 
really felt like, all right, yeah, we're in the middle of the season. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those weeks where there was nothing exciting. There was really nothing like over the top. It's like, eh, we're in the middle of the season. You know what I mean? Like there's just nothing big out of it, in my opinion. I think this week, if you look back in this season, once we're in the off season, this week right here will will paint the picture of what this season overall was like. A lot of teams are playing very, very mid-tier football. <laughs> True. There are a few teams that are top-tier, but only a few. And even those top-tier teams are slumping down a little bit. Eagles and Dolphins, great examples. Yeah, Dolphins so, I don't know. very I, slow, I just, but then it got this hot. This season's Eagles just weird. I agree. This is one of the weirdest NFLs. Didn't, Ricky, didn't you hammer that hard? Did you hammer that for college or NFL? Both. Okay. I said both. It's gonna. I'm telling you guys, it's it's a good. I'm told y'all it's gonna be a weird year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, th- like this week just felt so weird to me, man. Like coming into the show, I'm just like, besides the hot seat thing, I was like, I don't know what there is to really dive into for the NFL. It's just it was a weird week. You know what I mean? I mean, there are a couple things cool to shout out. Again, Jared Goff played phenomenal. Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball on the sideline was incredible to see. You know, the Bears are the Bears. Dude, the O-line is so bad. Our O-line sucks. So, like, we have, like, good pieces, but one problem is, and it's no fault to the Bears organization, is that we just haven't had a chance to really put our entire, like, off-season plan into plan, you know, due to injuries or whatever the case was. So, like, the plan would be, like, Braxton Jones or, um, you know, Larry Borum at left. Then you have, like, Nate Davis at left guard. Cody Whitehair moved from guard to center. Tevin Jenkins at right guard. Darnell Wright at right tackle. And it's like it hasn't worked out at all. I think we may have started all five of those guys this game. And then Nate Davis got hurt and went out. But then Cody Whitehair, who's been a while, and I love Cody Whitehair, but he fucking – what is he? I don't know. We need a true center, man. This offseason, like, look, my, in my mind for this offseason, I would go ahead and get rid of Nate Davis. Go ahead and trade him. I know we just signed him, but there's been an, obviously a roller coaster of what the fuck's going on with Nate Davis. Go ahead and trade him. You know, I like Braxton Jones from OH. Oh. I like Braxton Jones a lot. Darnell Wright, obviously, first round draft pick. He's been mauling some people as well as making rookie mistakes. I love Tevin as a guard. At one point, I was saying get rid of the guy because of his ongoing saga. But now that things are kind of figured out, they moved him to guard. I love it. Jacob, you look confused. Who did you say from was from Ohio State? Braxton Jones. No, he's not. I'm 99% sure he's from Ohio State. Hold on. No. Hold on. Then, oh no, he's not. Who's from Ohio State? Then we have an. I thought we had an Ohio State tackle. I thought we had an Ohio State tackle. Hold on. The only, the only, the only Braxton guy that I know that came from Ohio State is Braxton Miller. I swear I thought we had an Ohio State tackle. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Well, my bad. It's a terrible football show. It's okay. I swear I thought he was from Ohio State. Nope, he's from Southern Utah. How did I fuck that one up? Oh, well. It's a terrible Dang, football show. Total opposite. You, total made opposite. Me, you made me I.O. a non-Ohio State Buckeye. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare hey, you? Hey, you know what? Fuck you. That, that, I guess that's payback for you picking against me on some games. Just to piss me off. I listened to you guys' hey. episode. Hey, it's, it's, hey, Hawaii only lost by six this week, man. Hey, man, like I said. Who? 
Brandon Schrager, man, he's balling. I think he's going to have a really good senior season. I really do. If he can get that INT down, he's going to have a really good senior season. Hey, and I want to put on something for the record, Mr. Alex. I both picked the Bears to win while you were gone. I know. I know. I was. I listened. I listened. And they won. And they won. And guess who I picked? Not the Bears. Washington. Like I said, I can't pick a Bears game. Okay? I've made that very clear. Also, we have breaking news out of the NFL before we move on to college. Everyone, breaking news. Swapping a browser here for the live stream. Roger Goodell has officially signed an extension that is expected to run through 2027. That will take Roger Goodell over 20 years as the NFL commissioner. Why? It's because he's a yes man to the owners. Look at look at that look at that mug. Look at that mug there. So so Jacob, I, I want you to I, I want you to remember who pays his salary. Commissioners pay his salary. The uh, well yes, the owners. Yes, the owners pay the commissioner's salary. So yes, he is going to be a yes man. He is not much of a and you you can see at times where he's tried to lean more toward the players in, in some sense of way, but in the long and it doesn't matter what sport it is. David Stern was a hard nosed commissioner for the NBA. Some people loved him, some people hated him. But when it came to the negotiation table, he was all for the owners. Why? Because the owners pay his salary. Major League Baseball. Ah, that commissioner is a little bit more toward play, but even some ways, it's still a hard-nosed commissioner. He's more, he is more of, he is more of, and more toward the owners. Adam Silver is probably the only players uh, commissioner that I know, but even then, there are some, there are some times that he has to be hard-nosed. But yes, that's the reason why Roger Goodell is not the most popular among fans, but he's the most popular among commissioner because, uh, but, but among the owners, um, just for like you said, he is a yes man. At the same time. Look at some of the stuff that he's had to go through. Look at some of the stuff that he's had to deal with and look how he dealt with it. That's why they're still excited. That's why they're still extending him through 2027. I'm not happy about it either, but I'm just, I'm just saying it could have worse. That's fair. A few, a few other things to touch on here. I don't think we've said anything about this. Uh, Christian McCaffrey leaning towards playing on Monday. Okay, that's good. And the Eagles signed Julio Jones. Yeah, I was going to shout that out too. Eagles and Julio. Uh, there is one other thing I wanted to shout out because obviously this has taken the uh, NFL by storm today. Um, Ricky, I don't know if you'd be able to access like the live stream to see this or not. I don't know. Jacob, I think you might be able to. I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to switch to browser here with that super Chargers fan. Uh, and someone has now pulled, found a picture of a Vikings fan that looks very similar going into the conspiracy theory that this was a paid actress. I'm just kind of curious you guys' thoughts on that. Jacob, oh. are you seeing it? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you what do you think, Jacob? Is it the same person? Those are the same glasses. That forehead don't lie. Those lips don't lie. Whoa. I can't see. Okay. Well, what? <laughs> 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 that, what? 
<laughs> that is not. That is not what I meant. Oh man. Uh. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, she was on Pat McAfee's podcast today. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Let me let me fix my. Let's uh, really show off that forehead here. Hold on. Let me. Do, I'm doing some adjusting live here. Let's like we got a we got a nice shot of the forehead here, guy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Uh, Listen, I'll be honest with you. The Chargers cannot outsell away teams in their own stadium. They do not have super fans like this. That, that's I don't true. give a damn who <laughs> you are. The Chargers and the Rams. The Rams more so because they won a Super Bowl recently, but the Chargers do not have super fans. Yep. We have uh, Joe Hurdum here on the Twitch chat says, whenever the cameras keep going to the same person over and over, I call BS. That's actually fair. That's a good point. Unless it's like a celebrity, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know. I think this is the same person, man. That forehead does not lie. That is the same forehead. I'm sorry, but it is. So I'm going to say that's the same person, and it's a paid actress. That's my official The nose verdict. looks pretty similar as well. Yeah. So I think that's going to be my official verdict. Uh, all right, boys. Do we have any NFL stuff we want to chat about longer? Do we want to go to uh, some college ball? Let's go to college. Oh, Ricky's got something. He's got one thing. Uh, I, I would say let's move forward. College. Yeah. All uh, right, bet. So, Jacob, uh, I'm sorry about Washington State. Go Notre Dame. Notre Dame got the big win. Yep. Notre Dame got the big win over USC. I am not Catholic. I'm so glad they beat USC. I'm so glad they didn't just beat them. They beat the they shit exposed out of them. everything that I've been saying about USC all year. I mean, forty twenty is unbelievable, man. Caleb Williams out of two hundred yards and three picks, Lord. But the but the thing offensive is, line. like Notre Dame. Lost to Louisville, who just lost to Pitt. I know, which Pitt's terrible. Like, how does I, I don't know how this works. It's kind of like. Hang, on, the, though. Hang the, on, though, guys. Guys, think about it, though. All right. They just played back to back weeks before they lost to Louisville. They played back to back weeks against Ohio State and Duke, who very good football teams. Okay, we'll say good. Good to very good football teams, all right? When you are beat up like that, sometimes you're going to have crappy games. And that was just one crappy game they should not have lost. So, yes, and I understand. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Like I told y'all before at the very beginning of the football season, I told y'all it's going to be a confusing season. Yeah. It's going to be very, very confusing. But I am so glad they beat USC. I was so happy. The thing oh, is, though, so even happy. though they beat USC, the hype for Caleb Williams is not going to die. Which yeah, I hate. he's still going to be I like the number one die. overall pick. He's still going to be a Heisman candidate. Joe also said in chat, "Why can't Caleb Williams uh, show up against uh, good defenses?" Exactly. Yeah, he's going to get exposed. It's consistently. Later this season. It's been consistently like he's that. already been exposed. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like this was the exposure game, but I think with in to Jacob's point, I think we're going to see it again. I mean, they play Utah next. Cal might be a different story, but Cal, it's going to be at Cal, so that, 
Yeah, they could give them a little bit of a uh, and then if tussle. They got Washington, but Oregon, then you have Washington, back. Oregon, UCLA. Those those are three <laughs> games. I think they're gonna lose. Like legitimately, guys. Like I could see them beating Utah. Like I really do. Um, but like I, they'll beat Cal. But then they could literally drop three in a row. I'm fine by that because that means they will not at make least it to the two. playoffs, and I'll at be least happy. Two. I think Washington and Oregon are both L's for USC. I will agree. Yes, I will agree. Ricky, what was that happy dance? <laughs> USC, man. Dude, when USC loses, man, I just get this little exotic mode, man. Little, I can't little, stand Lincoln Riley. Just a little jig going on. I can't stand Lincoln Riley. I can't stand the USC program and what it stands for or any players that have ever played for that damn team. Well, I hope you're ready because OHIO is going to be playing against USC in the uh, Big Ten Championship here in a few years. That's going to be a normal thing with how crappy the Big Ten West is. I can't wait to smack shit out of them. Right. Can we speak about Colorado and hope reality sets in? Yes, that is on the agenda because what the actual fuck happened with Colorado? How can you go up 29 to nothing over a shit Stanford team and then just drop it? You know, I call oh my Lord. Like, what happened? In, like, look, I understand that when, when it comes to Colorado, their biggest weakness for sure is defense. Like, we've seen that literally all year long. Now, Deion Sanders' kid... I mean, he could play some ball. You know, I mean, he he's leading the team in tackles. He's got some good INTs. He's he's a playmaker. I'll give I'll give Shallow that. But like this defense, man, they they've got to work on the defenses offseason in recruiting. Whether if they are if they already have, I haven't looked at their recruiting class. I think their offense. I truly do believe that for the most part, I think their offense can compete with the best. For the most part, there are exceptions. Um, but man, just how do you? How does this happen? Like you, you, you take your foot off the brake. I understand, like you know, some coaches may not want to beat the shit out of a team, but Dion's not that guy. Let's be honest. Like you, you can't take your foot off the brake like that. You know what I mean? Like God bless, especially a team like Stanford. You know what I mean? And a team that's on their way out of the pack, just like you. Like, come on, man. Arrogance, Joe says. Correct. I mean, oh, Lord have mercy. Colorado Bobby, ranks sixty doing- sixth. In recruiting class for next year. Okay. I, I expect them to be much higher than that. But, and then again, he he's a big-time offseason guy, so we'll see how it goes in the offseason. Um, when you have 80 new players and you only – I think he has 90 players altogether, but yeah, I think he brought in like 70, 80 of his own. They're doing exactly what a first-year team should be doing. Beating teams you're not supposed to beat, and you're going to lose a game or two that you're not supposed to lose. That one was for sure a game that they were not supposed to lose. And now if I need to look at their schedule to make sure I can back this up 100%, but they're about to hit this gauntlet of a schedule. Oh, if I'm yeah. not mistaken to where it's going to get even brutal. They may not make a bowl game. Oh, they won't. Uh, they, so they, they will not. Literally uh, the next five games are very tough. And I say next five, because obviously as we've seen two weeks in a row, Arizona is a threat. All right, let's go ahead and establish that. Uh, so we have UCLA next at UCLA. Then they're going up to face the Beavs. Go Beavs. Uh, then we have Zona, and then we have the Cougs, and then we're finishing the year off at Utah, and the Cougs and Utah are both away games. Like, legitimately, Colorado could drop the next five. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I must say they will somehow manage a win on Arizona, but UCLA, Oregon State, Washington State, Utah, four L's right there. 
think they're going to beat Arizona. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And I still wouldn't give them the six wins needed to make a bowl game. Yep. I th This team is not making a bowl game at all. Five There's and no seven. way. Five and seven. Five and seven. I mean, like, dude, just what a, what a year it's been for the buffs. You know what I mean? And I will say, I expect next year to be a lot better. Uh, for you know, for the for Colorado, I really do. You know, I think next year they'll make a bowl game. I don't think they'll be a playoff contender, obviously, but I think next year they will. Um, they, I think they'll be a bowl team next year. But I mean, like, and also on the flip side of things, guys. I mean, you know, reality of it is like I, Stanford has been in a really awkward place for a while. You know, they have not been a good team since really CMAC left. You know, I think that was also around when Kevin Hogan was the quarterback. Uh, yep. You know, Tyler's QB, Davis, Longneck, Mills, you know, he did a little bit for him, but not much. But, you know, at, at the same time, give big kudos to that team, especially the past game. I mean, like their receiver, man, he went 13, 13 catches, 294 yards, three TDs. I mean, he showed up. You know, he got a 97-yard touchdown in the game. I mean, he showed up. He did his thing. I mean, they, they played some ball. Ash and Daniels turned it around, too, with a 27-45, 396, and four tuds. I mean, big kudos to, to Stanford for, number one, not only playing great offense in that second half, but let's be honest, playing good defense. Let's be real. Like, look at the deficit they were at. You know, that's that's like a that's like a Patriots Falcons level of like, okay, let's turn this shit on. You know what I mean? Like, what we saw out of Colorado is what we saw out of the Falcons in the Super Bowl. They took the foot off the gas. They got they got in their head or whatever the case is going to be, and Stanford just took control. Uh, that's all it was. What a, what a game it was. Uh, with Travis Hunter, they have chances, but that defense will be their downfall. Agree, hundred percent. 100%. They got to fix that defense, man. Uh, you know, Shiloh, I mean, I give him some credit. I think Shiloh can ball. I don't think he's like a I don't think he's like a superstar. You know, the only thing superstar about him is his last name on that jersey. Uh, but I, I do think that he can ball. Um, but they, they got to work on that defense. Colorado's got some stuff to work out. Uh, but on the flip side of things with the Pac-12, uh, again, we've talked about it all year, boys. Pac-12 is electric, and it sucks that it's dying uh, because of how electric it's been. Man, that Oregon-Washington game, Lord have mercy. What a game with extreme playoff implications, and the Huskies coming out with a dub on a late drive. Whoa, boy. I mean, I, I was getting to listen and watch this game while I was dashing the other day. Dude, electric, you know, watching and listening to this game. I mean – uh, in my opinion, I feel like this really puts Phoenix Jr. up in like the Heisman talks. You know, I, I made a little Heisman list a few weeks back. I had him in my top five. Uh, he, I don't remember where he was. He might have been like one or two. I don't remember. Um, but man, I mean, th I, this was, I feel like almost like a Heisman moment in a way, you know, of him just getting this massive dub against an incredible Oregon team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. we, we saw two of the top quarterbacks in the country, Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr., go head to head. Both played extremely well another thing to note too both their top receivers two of the best receivers in the country both played extremely well as also on both sides of the ball and they had good running game too yeah. like th overall, this was a game <laughs> this game felt like the perfect football game that you could possibly have i from know top to bottom the only thing that could potentially top it is this weekend <laughs> hopefully hopefully i all look uh, jacob i know you i know you're probably nervous all i hope out of this game is a great game I'm just saying. Penn State, Ohio State, all I'm hoping for is a phenomenal game this weekend. But, I mean, that game potentially topic. Ricky, what's your thoughts on this Oregon-Washington game? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely lived up to the hype. That was that was definitely, for sure, definitely lived up to the hype. And I think if you look at their schedules going forward, Washington's probably going to win out. I know they have to go to USC, and I know they have to go to Oregon State. But uh, if is, is it weird to say that on their schedule that I think Oregon State's the only team left that has a chance to, to actually make that kind of upset win? Um, I, I just I just think they're way better on both sides of the football than what USC is. Um, but going into Oregon State, that's all. That's always tough. And then, of course, Oregon. Let me flip over to Oregon's schedule real quick. It, it's just, and it's, it's just unfortunate because they're not going to take two Pac-12 teams. It's not going to happen. Unfortunately. Um, and that's, and that is, that is very, very unfortunate that that is, that is not going to happen. There's just, there's just so much going. There's so much around them. But you look at Oregon. Uh, they play Washington State uh, this week. At Utah, Cal, U, uh, USC, they're, uh, those are all at home with the except of Utah. And then they have at Arizona State, then they play the Bees at the end of the year. And so both teams could win out, but it looks like Washington's going to be, if, if anyone from the Pac-12 goes to the playoffs, it's going to be Washington. They're, they're not going to take two Pac-12 teams. Yeah, Washington's the last hope that the Pac-12 has. The, the, the Pac-12 has to have an undefeated champion in order for the playoff committee to take them. Yes, I agree. I agree to that. You know, they're going to have to completely win out. Um, and you're right. They won't take two. I mean, they're just not. Uh, they're not going to take two Pac-12s, even if Oregon wins out as well. Uh, the only way I think two Pac-12s would would, uh, would make it in is there's got to be a lot of funny shakeups. You know what I mean? There's got to be a lot of funny shakeups with these top teams. Like a lot of funny ones. Uh, then then it's possible. But and I think. And I, I, and I think their non-conference schedule, as weak as both of their non-conference schedules have been, uh, it, it's even more important to stay undefeated and stay consistent. And I think I think both of them have shown that they can be consistent. But uh, I, like I said, I think Washington's going to be the team to go undefeated in this one. I agree with that 100%. I understand where you're coming from with Oregon State, but I would also, and this isn't just me being a fan, that Washington State game at the end of the year is a rivalry game. Rivalry games can happen. Can, anything can happen in a rivalry game, facts. especially in a Pac-12 with high-flying offenses. Yes, big facts. Yep, I'll, I will agree with that. Look, I understand Washington I State agree. has had some unfortunate losses, especially this past weekend. I'm sorry, Jacob, but still, don't write Washington State off in any game. You know what I mean? I, I just like I just I just wouldn't. Uh, which also in reference that to wasn't that, a loss. That was a massacre. That was a massacre. You know, Jacob. I'm sorry you you had to taste that loss, but look on the bright side. The bees avenged you, and we beat UCLA. So there's there's Thank at least you. you're welcome. There's at least <laughs> one silver lining here. You know the bees and the, the bees and the Cougs, man. That's a rivalry, but it's the one of the most friendliest rivalries ever. I mean, it's basically just like a couple of Canadians being like, "Hey, man, I hate you, but you're still cool." You know, like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like we're just it's the friendliest rivalry in sports. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> it's just nothing but respect. But you know, we're here to win. But hey, good on you if you win. <laughs> exactly. We're, both teams are riding off into the sunset as the Pac-12 burns around them. Uh, yeah, dude, facts. And you know, the thing that kills me too is like, well, you know, obviously, unfortunately, Washington State has had a couple of like, you know, bad losses, whatever. But in terms of the Beavs, man, you know, they're still rocking. They got a really good win over UCLA. And it's just to me, it's like, come on, man. Like they are proving to the world that they are a power five school. And they're not getting a power five invite and they're likely just going to go independent, which that's fine too. go independent. You know what I mean? But like, 
They, they deserve to be a Power 5 school. I both do. I'm not taking any credit away from the Cougs. Let me stress that. They both need to go to a Power 5 school uh, conference, I mean. Uh, but it's just like, come on, man. I mean, you got a good win over Utah. You got a good win over UCLA. Um, like, come on, man. We, we, you know, if, especially like with the schedule, the, the Beavs got, they get a good win over Zona, good win over Colorado. And if they, they keep things competitive with Oregon and Washington, because I think both of those will be losses for the Beavs. Both can win. Let me stress that. I think the Beavs are going to keep it close and they can win those games. I just think they will be losses. The Beavs need to be in a power five. Come on. It needs to happen. All right. Disrespecting the Beavs with no invites. They're, they're inviting freaking Arizona State and Arizona into places. Like, come on. Disrespectful. And Arizona State has only won yeah. one game. Yeah. Disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Disrespectful. Uh, I don't think Arizona State's good in any sport either. <laughs> are they good in basketball? I was going to say, isn't basketball their sport? I know Arizona's good, obviously, but aren't they okay in basketball? Are they okay in baseball? I don't know. I don't really obviously follow other college athletics that much. No. Uh, so I, I don't know what uh, the Sun Devils no. got going on. I've, I've, I've got to look it up. They may have made the tournament last year. I know their baseball team's not the greatest. I think volleyball, I think their girls' volleyball team may be okay, but that's about it. Okay. I got you. Uh, Miami caught an L this weekend. I was not really surprised by that one. Uh, Drake May played well. Uh, TVD played overall a little pretty well. Th- a couple picks, but, uh, I mean, we can't be having TVD throw 48 passes. You know what I mean? Uh, we need to have more balance on that one. That's, uh, that's a little much. It's a little much. Uh, you know, and then, Ricky, you were close. You were close. You, you were close to celebrating, my friend. I will I, I will say this much. I, I And this is – you could probably say – I'm going to go ahead and say disappointing because this is probably the one and to be the Nick Saban-led Alabama team. But I will say this much. I saw a lot of defensive progress. We played nearly perfect, gentlemen, the three quarters. That first quarter, the very last play, or not the very last play, but one of the last, the last drive uh, Bama had in the first quarter was a long pass. And the long pass has hurt us also in the second quarter. You take away that, I mean, they played a great game. I can't complain. I, I'm, I'm not going to complain just because they got beat. I'm just, I mean, the only, I mean, yeah, it's another L, don't get me wrong. And I don't take moral victories or anything like that. I just, I just want to make that clear. But I will say this much. I was very impressed on how the defense stepped up this past weekend. I mean, yeah. I mean, even for a Bama team that's lackluster, in my opinion, uh, one of the worst that Nick Saban's had in a while, even though he is 6-1, and 4-0 in the SEC, you've seen the – the cracks in the armor, you know, I feel like, you know, Arkansas played really well against this team. You know, I feel like the defense played really well. Shout out to you guys for that. Now that, uh, Georgia has reached its bye week with them losing Brock Bowers. Where do we see them finishing this season? Ooh, I've got a, I don't know, schedule, man. Jacob. They have a cupcake schedule. I don't know how else to put it. They, they have a three, cupcake they schedule. They have three top 25 teams coming up to finish yeah, the season here, with Missouri, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. So I got to say. very true. That is very true. I got to say this. Out of the, the games they have left, guys, I, I think they will I think they will handle Florida with little with little problem. I really do. Um, Florida has been very, even though I understand Florida's five and two, but in my opinion, they've been a very inconsistent five and two, uh, Georgia tech. Is it in Florida or is it, or is it at Georgia? It's Georgia. Um, you know, at, at Georgia tech end of the year, not worried about that one, obviously 
Honestly, guys, Ole Miss and Tennessee, Tennessee is very, very much underperformed. That's going to be – I don't care if it's at Tennessee. I don't give a shit if it's late in the year like we talked about. That could be a sleeping game for them. Tennessee is ungodly underperformed. Ole Miss has rode a line, but, boys, I'm going to tell you right now, watch for Missouri. Watch for Missouri. I'm going to say it right now. Watch for Missouri. 11-4. Watch for Missouri. You know, it's funny. If Missouri and Georgia, you know, went out, obviously, besides the that one game, if Missouri beats them, Missouri takes the East. Oh, yeah. So, Georgia, you do you think the committee would take Georgia if they aren't an SEC champion? No. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, and that's and that's just, it, it also depends on it also depends on the situation, because. If if you look, you have to like their schedule has been a cupcake, they have not had. A schedule whatsoever and look at the inconsistencies that you're looking at, I'm going to compare this. What year was it? I'm trying to remember. It was Jamin. It was Jameis Winston's last year at Florida State on how inconsistently bad they looked. And if you guys remember when the okay, if you guys remember when the playoff committee released, the, I think it was their first or second rankings. I can't remember which one it is. They were undefeated, but they were so inconsistent because the committee put them number three in the country, and it put them number one, and then they got exposed in the playoffs. This could be one of those years that Georgia gets exposed, but it may it may be late. But yes, I told you guys to watch out for Missouri. I told y'all to watch yep, out for Missouri. You did. You y'all did. Laughed at me. We did. And, <laughs> and look at them. Y'all laughed at me. And look at them now. The only reason I why said I Missouri. Know, I know that. Go ahead. I was just going to say I said Missouri was going to finish ten and two, and their their only losses was going to be Tennessee. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, LSU and Georgia was the only two losses I said they were going to have. And so far, 100% right. The only that's reason why only I know that right year on. right off the top of my head for Jameis Winston's last year is because that's when the Buckeyes won the na- national title. Because <laughs> 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 Marcus Mariota was uh, the Oregon uh, quarterback as well. No. I can't remember who the I Alabama quarterback was, engaged. though. It was probably either uh, McElroy or uh, AJ McCarron. It was AJ two. McCarron. Because I think McElroy graduated in 13. Also, random shout out here. Uh, I want to go ahead and shout this out because I always feel bad when I don't shout these out because for some reason I don't get, I don't get the notifications over here. For whatever reason, I have to wait for it to come in as a fucking email of all things. Uh, but shout out to that Joe guy that stopped by earlier. Joe heard him on Twitch. I don't think he's still here. I think he dipped out. He did follow us over at Twitch. We appreciate the hell out of you for that follow. You can also check us out at uh, youtube.com forward slash at Sparky3, where we're also live there. Um, you can also join the Discord and chat with us and stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't get the notification for someone following over in the, like, the stream chat. Uh, it's I, I don't know. I just got the email saying that he followed me, so shout out to that. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure I got a shout out for that. I always feel bad. When I don't shout those out, uh, and you can also find this podcast on all, all pretty much all audio platforms as well. Um, let's see, but yeah, college-wise, is there anything else that we really want to dive into out of all the games that took place this weekend, uh, or do we want to kind of like move forward to uh, like our dicks of the week and like picks and predictions and stuff like that? How are we feeling, boys? 
Let's do it. The, the fact that Air Force wasn't ranked up until this week is a travesty. <laughs> Air Force is a squad, baby. Air Force is a squad, baby. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, because they're 22nd now. Yeah, there you go. 22nd. Tulane yeah. back in the top 25. Missouri's still setting pretty at 20. You know, the beeves up at 12, baby. Here we go. Love to see that. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's hit our dicks of the week. I'm thinking let's hit our dicks of the week. Um, when do you guys want to, like, touch on some fantasy? You want to touch that on the end? Uh, when do you guys want to touch on that? Or here, here after dicks? What do you think? I say we do it right after dicks. All right, we'll do that. I know you guys want to touch on some fantasy. We'll give it a little update on that. Make sure I'm actually fucking logged in. I'm not. God, that makes me so mad. That makes me so violently angry that it logs me out all the damn time. I hate Yahoo Fantasy now. I hate it. It's so dumb. All right, I'm logged in. We're good to go. Cool. All right, boys. I'm always logged in. Return of the segment that I forgot about. Because I have a script again, so I remember things now. Shout out to that. Uh, guys, let's be honest. When was the last time we even used a script? Have we even used one all calendar year? Obviously, the first time this season. But have we used one all calendar year? January 2nd. So. Ooh, January 2nd was the last time I had a script. <laughs> so shout out to that for everyone listening. It truly is a terrible football show. Guys, we literally just go in there into this show every week with a half-ass baked plan and we're just like let's just talk you know what i mean that that's what we do every we just go in and talk uh and even now our script is bare bones it's literally just to remind me of things but anyway boys time for our returning segment that i still need to make an audio cue for and a little visual cue for i'll do that at some point it's time for our dicks of the week it's time to grip it and rip it our dicks of the week of course being our most disappointing infuriating confusing hype and shocking moments of this past week of the glorious sport of american football so i'll start off uh my most disappointing thing of the week Minshew Mania did not run wild. <laughs> I was, even I though it was it. against the Jags, and I'm happy the Jags got a win because the Jags are the Colts' kryptonite. I love my guy Minshew, baby. I love him, and I'm sad that Minshew Mania didn't run wild. But you know what? If there was any week for it not to run wild, kind of glad it wasn't that week. Let's have it run wild the rest of the year. The most infuriating moment of the week for me, this was actually really tough. There was This was a very eh week, you know? There was really nothing that pissed me off, but I did just pick something. I would just say the Bears O-line. The Bears O-line has been a constant issue for us for, like, God bless, 15 years. Uh, and it's just, I, I just don't see it getting fixed. Most confusing moment of the week, Colorado. Confusing starts with the C. Colorado starts with the C. Feels fitting because, God bless, what happened there? Hype moment of the week, definitely Oregon and Washington, just the game, man. That's just one of those football games you love to watch. And both teams played phenomenal, as Jacob pointed out. You know, Good run games, good pass games, good receiving games, good defense. Just a great game. And the most shocking moment of the week. I'm sorry, Jacob. It's, it's, it's the Kooks. That was that was a massacre, like Ricky said, forty-four to six. That's just, buddy. So anyway, those are my dicks of the week. What you guys are boys? Let's grip it and rip it. What do we got? So um, I already went over my disappointing. You know, Arkansas. Yeah. You know, losing. You know, five in a row. I guess you could say that was infuriating. But then again, I've been kind of preparing myself 
you know, for a while. So I, I'm not really infuriated about anything over this past weekend, to be honest with you. I, I, I just, it, you know, it was, just, you know, I told you, you know, the confusing part about this entire season, it's going to be a very, very confusing part of the season. But yes, I do agree with Washington State, and Arizona, because I did not expect such a massacre of a, uh, such a massacre. But I will, um, let's see, hype. Missouri Tigers, baby. I told you guys, <laughs> look out for the Missouri Tigers. And now you guys are on the hype uh, when it comes to Missouri Tigers. I'll put Air Force on there because I didn't expect Air Force to do so well this what, year. Shocking? Air Force has, has, has what? What is shocking? Yeah, I'll put I'll put Air Force as shocking. Okay. I didn't expect Air Force to be as as good this year. And then I think one other thing that I'll put on top is that the Cleveland Browns um, eat a very very good step. That's, Although the Cleveland Browns' defense statistically ranks very, very high in the NFL, they've got a pretty good defense. Also, did I miss your confusing, or did you did you skip it? I uh, let's see here. My, my my I thought mine was the same as yours. Whenever you mentioned Colorado, uh, okay, okay. What okay. did I say? I don't remember. I don't remember what I said. I already about lost it. All right, all right, bet baby. I <laughs> we'll, don't we'll just say it's Colorado. It's a terrible football show. What do you expect? <laughs> All right, Jacob, what's your uh, dicks of the week? Grip it and rip it, buddy. All right. Disappointing is going to be Baker Mayfield's play this week. That's fair. That's fair. Statistically, going into the game, he was one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and he just did not show up. That that offense just didn't show up in general, but he had a terrible game. Uh, Infuriating. Both fucking touched on it. Washington State, man. Washington <laughs> State. How can you only put up six points yep. against Arizona? I get Arizona is starting to get hot. I, I understand that. But your leading rusher only had 23 <laughs> yards. Only three carries. Yeah. Only 192 passing yards from Cameron Ward. Go ahead, Ricky. What were you going to say? And they were at home. And they were at home. That puts more fuel to the fire. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I feel your pain, bro. Uh, I feel your pain, brother. It is brother. what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Confusing is the fact that the Bills refuse to hand the ball to James Cook. That's true. When he, when he is involved, he's good. He's real good. That yep. Bills offense can cook, literally. Yep. But when he's not involved, you have a 14-9 to win against the Giants. That should not have been a thing. Right. And that should not have been that close. Uh, hype? Hype is going to be Notre Dame over USC. That's fair. That's fair. Shocking? How well Vanderbilt played against Georgia. <clears throat> Ooh, I like that forgot one. forgot all about that. Yeah, I like that one. I forgot all about that, too. Georgia has to be the most confusing number one team in the in the history of all number one teams. I'm not going to tell you guys who until we get to predictions when they happen, but Georgia's going to be a two-loss team by the end of the season. Ooh, that's spicy. That's spicy. And it just confirms it even more in my mind now that they won't have Brock Bowers. Yeah, that's a tough loss, okay. guys. That is a tough loss, like up front. Okay. All right, and that was uh, this week's uh, Dicks of the Week. Uh, we gripped it and ripped it, boys. All right. 
Uh, all right, let's touch oh on some fantasy. God. We haven't touched on fantasy really at all this year. It's always tough to find time, so at least we'll hit it once for a nice little mid-year point, you know, before we probably get to the playoffs before we fucking touch on it again. Uh, so I'll go through some standings real quick, and then you guys can shout out anything you guys want to shout out. So we got our guy Shane, who's still absent from the show. He's been uh, working on some nice stuff with it, with a buddy of his, so hopefully he can be back on the show in the future, but just right now unavailable. Uh, Shane is five and one in first. I'm somehow five and one in second. I don't know how I'm five and one. I really don't. I should definitely be worse. Uh, Jacob is here in third place with a four and two. Ricky's also got a four and two record in fourth. Uh, in fifth place, we got our guy Steve with a three and three. Sixth place, we got uh, Shane's friend Iggy, our residential Carolina Panther fan with a two and four record. We got my buddy John over at Gamesthetic, who finally got access to his fantasy account. I had to send him. He had to get a different email. Uh, he had to get, he made a U, Yahoo email to get access to the account. His Gmail one wasn't working for whatever reason. Uh, he's sitting at a two and four. Hopefully he can bounce back. Tyler's sitting down at a two and four in eighth place. My buddy Davin, the residential De- Denver Broncos fan, uh, he is sitting at a two and four. And my guy Brady at a one and five, who I just did a trade with. Uh, I'm trading him Derek Henry, who has been his historical good luck charm throughout the history I've been playing fantasy, and he's sending me Debo and Darren Waller. So, hell yeah, I'll take that. Uh, all right, boys, what do we want to talk about with some fantasy? Well, I, like- I get the third oh, most points, and I give up the third most points, and my record is 4-2. and two. I don't know how I'm 4-2, and two, y'all. I am injury riddled right now. Like, it is absolutely horrible right now how injury riddled I am, and not just in this one, but it's in all the fantasy leagues I'm in so far. This, this season. I'd like to shout out the fact that all four of us here at ATFS rank in the top four. <laughs> yep. It's just, and I think we did. Because we, we know our year, shit. Too, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, last year. Even though we we're too. a terrible football show. Hey, the terrible football show is still the best name that we've got here at Sparky 3 because it just opens it up for terrible opinions, okay? Because the thing is, we are not experts. We are not setting an ESPN. We do not have degrees in this. We're just a bunch of idiots with microphone and the internet. <laughs> that is that is what a terrible football show I did, is. I did have a dream the other day we were in ESPN studio, gentlemen. Well, here we, that's one day. One day. We're taking Mel Kuyper's place. <laughs> hey, you know, the, we're moving the, into his office. The the first step that we'll 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 try to get to one day is we'll try to get on radio in some capacity. We'll have to censor ourselves, but it'll be a big it'll be a big step. We can get a lot of people listening. Uh, that's down the road, though. Well, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna keep building our brand, though. But yeah, no, uh, I think I do think it's funny how uh, the four main hosts of a terrible football show is leading the fantasy league. So uh, I do think that is really funny. It's just like how it was last year. I uh, mean, me and Shane, we made the championship. Uh, Ricky made it to the playoffs. Uh, and then also we I look over. the regular season. Yeah. Uh, and then we look over at, like, our predictions. Uh, Tyler's setting it first for college still. Hopefully we're going to knock him off this week. And then me and Ricky are two and three. Jacob, you're at fifth. Shane's at sixth. That's unfortunate. Uh, let's look at uh, Let's look at some NFL here. Let's look at the leaderboard on that one. Uh, Ricky at the top, uh, just barely. I'm in third, uh, right chipping behind you. And then we got a little bit of a drop. What's happened there, boys? Jacob, what happened there, man? I just now looked at the leaderboard. What happened there? I have not been doing as well as I was last year. Brady, both. Brady, text me, text me about that too. And Brady's just like, man, I have sucked it up in fantasy and picks both. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, Wait, uh, hold on. I just I just saw something. I I didn't even realize. I I that trade with Rohim Mosert was with you. Was it me? Yeah. No, it wasn't. I haven't had him. I don't think. It says that you received Najee Harris and Chris Olave, and I received Zay Flowers and Raheem Mosert. That's not me, dude. It says you. It says it says Alex. But I don't think I had Najee Harris. <laughs> Looking right at it. Uh, who has Najee Harris? Right now, Listen Tyler up. has Najee Harris, but and he's trying to trade him to I me. But I haven't done a trade. I haven't I had Najee Harris. I want to make a quick point real quick, ladies and gentlemen, before we move on or whatever. If you are listening to our show and you're part of our fantasy league, don't send me trades to players that I don't know who they are. <laughs> if I don't know who they are, I'm not going to accept a trade. I want to let you know that plain, clear, and day. Oh. Someone sent me a third string running back and I didn't appreciate it. I actually felt insulted. <laughs> I don't even remember who it was. It was probably Tyler, wasn't it? It was probably Tyler. I, I don't that know. Sounds if it was Tyler like, that sounds like a Tyler move. Sounds like a Tyler move. He'll probably try he'll he'll probably try to convince me. This dude's from like southern Connecticut and he played for, yeah, <laughs> some jacked up division three NCAA NII person led the league in the NIIA or something like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get to predictions and let's work our way out of here. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, hitting the music going, of course, classic intro song of ours. Shout out to that. All right, boys. Uh, we got 25 games this week. I told you I was going to start trying to fuck Tyler over by putting more games in. So I put 25 <laughs> in. Plus, there was a lot of funny matchups and, like, interesting matchups, I think. So I wanted to kind of boost it. Because, honestly, there's legitimately, like, three terrible game of the weeks in here, baby. I'm not even kidding. I picked some shit games in here because I saw them and I'm like, bet. All right. So let's kick things off with Rice and Tulsa. This one will not be a shit game. I think this one will be a good one. And I'm going to go Rice in this one actually going to go Tulsa in this one not only because they're at home but they've they you you can see a huge improvement from where they were last year yeah I agree I'm going with Tulsa on this one okay next up James Madison and Marshall good matchup here I'm feeling I I think Marshall has the definite especially since he's at home has the potential to get James Madison that first L but I'm still going to rock with James Madison here yeah, I, I picked against James Madison last week. I'm not doing that this week. Uh, James Madison is just an overall solid, solid Sunbelt football team. I predicted that Marshall was going to win the conference, and I still believe that. Give me Marshall. All right, next up, one of the many terrible game of the week candidates. In fact, this game was a terrible game of the week last year. We have Central Connecticut and Wagner. I can't remember who I picked last year. I don't know either, but they were definitely a game. They were definitely a terrible game of the week can't, uh, last year. We have a different terrible game of the week last year. Uh, this this week, shout out to Ricky for convincing me on it. He brought up a great point. Uh, but this one right here was definitely a candidate. Uh, Wagner has been on, on this list quite often. So many times. And every time they are, I think they're going <laughs> to fucking win. They never I'm do. I'm going Central Connecticut. <laughs> Give me Central Connecticut over Wagner. 
Yeah, uh, three for three on this one. Give me, give me Central Connecticut. All right, next up, we got a big Ivy League matchup. We have Penn and Yale. I think Penn is undefeated. I could be wrong on that. Let me look. I think Yale's like four and two, though. Uh, I think, no, Penn's four and one. Yale's three and two. Okay, oh, it's Harvard's undefeated. All right, so yeah, Penn is four and one. Yale is three and two. They're both split in the Ivy League one and one. How are we feeling on this one? I'm, I'm kind of leaning Penn, personally. Yeah, but Yale is Yale is at home though. They don't lose much at home. Um, golly, this one's tough. Give me Yale. Okay. I'll suck at Yale. All right, next up, Ricky, convince me: is Arkansas going to win or not? Mississippi State and Arkansas. They should. Mississippi State struggles both on the offensive line and the defensive line. Their secondary is not very good. They do have a pretty decent quarterback who can sling the football but mississippi state guys they're they're in a very very rough spot right now i i have said this from the very get-go when arkansas had their losing streak that i was not going to pick arkansas to win until they could prove that they could win i'm gonna pick arkansas i'm i have a little bit more confidence this week not because they played well against bama i just think arkansas is a better football team than mississippi state all right <laughs> give me arkansas Boo, pig suey. Ricky, don't Give smile. I did not. State. Don't smile, Ricky. I did not say woo. I said boo. Yeah. <laughs> I said boo. I know you would have said And Jacob himself still can't pick Arkansas to win a damn game. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, no, no. You go ahead. Suey nope, nope, pig. Nope, Give me Arkansas. Suey pig. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Baylor and Cincy. This one's tough. Both these teams suck. Yeah. Cincy's fallen off a Give cliff. Baylor. Baylor's sucked all year. Cincy's favored by three, but it's, that's probably only because it's in Cincy. Uh, I like Cincy's offense better, so give me Cincy. Hmm. Yeah, give me give me Cincy. Uh, all right, Clemson and Miami. Give me the give me the Canes. That was a tough one too. Give me the Canes. It's gonna be a I tough wanna, one, but give me the Canes. I, I want to pick Miami, but once they start slipping, Alex, you know historically, once they start slipping, they keep on slipping. I, I'm gonna take Clemson. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I picked Arkansas. I have no faith in TVD. Give me Clemson. You son of a bitch. I picked Arkansas. That's the first time in forever that you picked Arkansas to win. Give me Mississippi State. <laughs> All right. Uh, Harvard and Princeton. Harvard, again, is 5-0 and right now. And I is 5-0 and right now just in overall play. Uh, Princeton is currently sitting at a 2-3, and but a 1-1 one and one in uh, – uh, Ivy League play. Uh, when it comes between the two teams, the you know, Princeton's QB has got some uh, some better passing yards. Shout out to that. But I mean, Harvard's QB man, 11, t 11 TDs, two picks. That's pretty solid. I think it's kind of tough not to pick Harvard here. Yeah, oh, Harvard's I'm very, Harvard. very, they're very, very solid this year, and are probably gonna are probably gonna win out and win the Ivy League this year. Get, yeah, I'm gonna take Harvard. 
Here is one of the most interesting matchups for this week. Duke going down to fuck Florida State. It has huge playoff implications. Not yes. necessarily for Duke, but for Florida State. Yes, correct. I'm going to reluctantly pick Florida State because I really like Duke. I I'm telling you, I really, really like Duke. Um, but I just, Florida State being at home, um, that's the only reason I'm picking Florida State to win this game. Now, I will say Duke definitely has the better defense. Florida State has the better offense, though. Hmm. Florida State's favored by 14. Hmm. That's pretty high for this matchup. I, I would feel say. like it is, too. I feel like it's going to come back to bite me for the poll. I'm trying to catch up with Tyler. But give me the Blue Devils, baby. Give me Duke over fuck Florida State. Give me, Shock I'm, the I'm world. Going, I'm riding the fucking wave with you. Give Let's me Duke. Let's go. All right, next up, uh, we have another terrible game of the week contender. The one that I pitched simply to stop beating up on FCS because we do that a lot. <laughs> we really, we do. I mean, we do. We, we need to try to back off FCS. That's too easy to get terrible games. So another terrible game of the week candidate we had was Charlotte and East Carolina. I'm feeling East Carolina here at home. They are favored. I'm just going to go ahead with the home puppy. East Carolina, I mean, outside of this year, obviously, East Carolina at home is a very tough team to play. True. Give me East Carolina. And fun fact, my head football coach in high school, coach at East Carolina. Nice. Very, very nice. Yeah, I'm also going to take East Carolina. Charlotte has played. Charlotte's played a lot better in some of these, in some of these matchups here as of late. But here's the thing. They don't know how to win. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take East Carolina. Alright, next up a really good FCS matchup here. Uh, we got a lot of FCS games this week because there's a lot of good FCS games. This one's Furman and West Carolina. I'm really split on this one, guys. Yeah, uh, West Carolina, they uh yeah, they played Arkansas at the very beginning. I actually got to watch them play at the very beginning of the year. Um, they've got a pretty decent defensive front. And, that, and I kind of, because they did give Arkansas some fifth on that defensive front, even at the very beginning of the season. Um, Furman, on the other hand, though, guys, uh, both are very, very good. Um, I'm really split between this one. I'm going to go West Carolina. Um, I feel like West Carolina's got a better offense. I'm checking out some stats now on their quarterback. Man, I mean, uh, Gonzalez, he's playing some good ball, guys. He's got over 1,500 yards, 14 TDs, two picks. Um, you know, rushing game, dude. They're starting running backs. Got 847 yards, already got 12 tuds. I mean, I just feel like that West Carolina's got the better-looking offense. Both these teams might be 5-1, and 3-0 in conference, but I think I think the West, I think West Carolina's about to maybe embarrass the, the Paladins this weekend. And four of their last five games have been blow. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Three of their last five games have been blowouts. Yeah. They did win by two over Chattanooga, but Chattanooga is a very solid FCS yeah, team they as are. well. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take Western Carolina. I took East Carolina. I'll take West Carolina. Rocking with the Carolinas. I like it. All right. Next up, we got South Dakota State going to visit Southern Illinois. Uh, just, just give me the Jackrabbits on this, but I think this is going to be a pretty good matchup here. Yeah, South Dakota State. 
South, South Dakota State, they're solid even without the greatest tight end or who will one be the greatest tight end ever, <laughs> Tucker Craft, who is a Green Bay Packer right now. Hopefully he'll get traded where he can actually be used somewhere. Tucker Craft is your Gardner Minshew. He really is. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he, he really is. is. Uh, all right, Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Oklahoma State's playing a lot better, though, but they're going to West Virginia, and they're so inconsistent. But I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I'll take West Virginia. Hmm. Hmm. Both teams surprisingly 4-2. Somehow. Somehow. Uh, give me West Virginia at home. All right, the Cougs and the Duckies. Who we got here? I'm just going to rock with Oregon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jacob. Oregon's just too explosive for the Cougs, I think. I know, man. I know. At least you know. At least you can swallow But I got to rock with my team. <laughs> <laughs> it is just what say it is. It. Hey, hey. Oregon. You, you can say it, and it's and it's much easier to say than Washington State. It's so much easier. Oregon. Oh, Washington State rolls off the tongue. <laughs> give me the Cougs, man. I, I Give me the Cougs in a massive 14-point upset. Whoa. You're killing me. <laughs> wow. You're killing me. Jesus Christ. All right, moving on. Uh, Tennessee and Alabama. Uh, man, I don't know. This is like the... The battle of the disappointments of the SEC. <laughs> I don't know. Give me Alabama, I guess. Alabama's favored by nine and a half. That is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Alabama. Yeah, make it three for three. It would not shock me if Tennessee wins, but the only thing that goes well for Alabama is the deep ball. Um, their running game is near as good as what it usually is. Uh Gosh, I really want to pick Tennessee in this one, but I'll rock Alabama. All right, South Carolina, Mizzou, you know who it's about, baby. Give me the Tigers. Even yep. though I do love my Cox, but give me Missouri. They are on fire right now. Yeah, and I, I will say this much. Uh, this could be a trap game for Missouri, and the reason I say that is because this is about the time of year that South Carolina will come out of its shell and start peaking. All right, next up, Minnesota and Iowa after Iowa had an electric, an electric high-scoring game against Wisconsin with that 14-9 win or whatever it was. Uh, I don't know. Give me Iowa in this one. I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to re to focus on their defense to win their ball games because they, they don't score, and it's so bad. Minnesota does score. I'm taking the upset. Give me Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota as well. Okay. All right, Toledo and Miami of Ohio. Give me the Rockets. I'll take the Rockets. Give me Miami. Okay. TCU and Kansas State. I'm kind of feeling Kansas State on this one. Yeah, K-State. Yeah. Oh, gosh, this one's tough, too, because TCU's been playing pretty decent as of late as well. Um, I'll rock K-State. Next one is obvious. I just, again, even if it's an obvious one, I like predicting rivalry games. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. It's You know, it's Michigan. 
This is about to be a blowout. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> going to be a vicious blowout. Again, I just like picking rivalry games. Uh, apologies. This is a gimme. We got at least one gimme for the week for a bunch of tough matchups. So, uh, All right, next up, Utah and USC. Will USC have a bounce back game? Or will Utah come into uh, LA and catch that dub? Oh, as much as I want to see USC go down, I think USC rebounds this week. Give me USC. Give me the Utes. Hmm. I hope mm. you're right. I will cheer. I will cheer and dance and everything like that if 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 Utah if Utah pulls the upset. <sighs> Give me USC in a comeback game. Painfully. Uh, next up, Georgia State and Louisiana. Give me Georgia State. I agree. I wouldn't – don't sleep on them raging cages now, ladies and gentlemen. Do not sleep on them. I'm telling you all them raging cages will come up, and they will – they play very, very well at home at times. Um, they are favored by two and a half. They are favored. And I like Georgia State better. Give me Georgia State. All right. Um, we'll, we'll mix up how I do the game of the week this week. So let's uh, do FCS first. So our FCS game of the week. We got Montana State and Sacramento State. I'm kind of leaning Sacramento State at home, but man, it wouldn't shock me if Montana State catches this one. This is a huge top five game right here. Top four game right here. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's it's it's gonna it's gonna be brutal. Goodness gracious. Um, I love me, I love me some Sacramento State. Everybody knows how much I love Sacramento State. Ah. Oh, Give me, me to say give this. me Sacramento State. Come on, come on, Ricky. Do Sacramento State. Let's get it. Come on, on. I'm doing Sacramento State. Come, come on, on, Ricky. Come on, Three let's for, go. Let's go. On. Let's go. Three Pete. Three Pete. All right, I'll take Sacramento State. Yeah, there, there we go. go. All right, next up, uh, one of my favorite games to call every single week, the terrible game of the week presented by ATFS. Uh, we have Southeastern Louisiana, who currently has not won a damn game, versus Northwestern State, who also has not won a damn game. As Ricky pointed out, whenever I pitched uh, Charlotte and East Carolina to stop beating up the you know the FCS, he pointed out that this is the only like game of this week that features winless teams, and I'm like that enough is to convince me that's terrible game of the week. I didn't have to hear anything more. Ricky pitched more, but I didn't have to hear anything more. That was all I needed. Uh, so how are we feeling on this one? So, uh, fun fact, Southeastern Louisiana was was one of the favorites to actually win the Southland Conference this year, and they were also preseason ranked. I think they were preseason ranked like 19th or something like that going into this season for, for FCS, and they're over. It's absolutely terrible. They've played mostly close games. Northwestern State, however, has seen a couple of blowouts. I think Southeastern Louisiana is going to get this dub, but don't be surprised if Northwestern State uh, don't be surprised if Northwestern State gets it because Southeastern Louisiana I can't even say the damn thing Southeastern Louisiana's defense is not that good. So I want to shout out some stats here, okay? Uh, so Northwestern uh, State Demons is their name. Shout out to that. Uh, their quarterback, their leading passer, has only passed for 488 yards. One TD and four interceptions. Their leading rusher has only rushed for 157 yards. Now, granted, the other side is not much better. The leading passer for Southeastern Louisiana Lions, he's at least passed for over a thousand yards, 
six TDs, five picks. And the running back hadn't done much better either, but at least he has seen the end zone. He's got a clean 69 carries for 243 yards and two TDs. And the receiving core is not is is abysmal as well. Uh, so I think it's safe to say the Lions are probably going to catch this dub, but this is an abysmal matchup. <laughs> 488 yeah. Let's go with the Lions. I, I, I know nothing about these two teams except for statistics, and statistics don't lie. Give me right. Southeastern Louisiana. Yeah, give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. There's one, there's one more thing I failed to mention, gentlemen, and I don't know if you two remember this or not. My DA cell picked Southeastern Louisiana to beat Mississippi State earlier in the year. You did. You did. You did. And look at him now, Ricky. Look at him now. This is what you've done. This is what you've done. You son of a bitch. All right, boys. FBS game of the week. Save this one for last because this is a big one for our guy, Jacob, here. Our FBS game of the week, with no surprise, is... The Penn State Nittany Lions visiting Columbus against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Jacob, take it away. <laughs> Obviously, we know your pick, but take it away. The thing that scares me the most about this Penn State Nittany Lions team is their defense. I have... I'm comfortable in saying that the Buckeyes secondary will hold Alar. I don't know how long they'll be able to hold him passing game, but. Especially with how good Penn State's O-line is. That's something else you need to be afraid of. Exactly, and how up until last week, our lackluster defensive line has been. Not in the run game. The run game, our defensive line's been great. Pass game, however, they haven't been able to sack the quarterback that much this season. And it's really pissing me off coming from both the Boses and Chase Young to now. Jack Sawyer's pretty good, but he's he's not those three guys. Um Kyle McCord, he started off sluggish. That's to that that's to be expected. Given, you know, this is his first season as the starting quarterback, but he has slowly started to get into a rhythm. And I think the last two games now, in that rhythm, at its high point. Man. Man, 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 man. Scary. This is scary. This is the first... I would honestly say Notre Dame was a test, but... And Maryland was a test, but this is the first true test because there's nothing like Big Ten football. Nothing like it. I don't give a damn what the SEC people say. I don't give a damn what the Pac-12 say. In conference, the Big Ten is the, the most competitive conference. Give me the Buckeyes Obviously. by 10. All right, Ricky, what about you? Jacob, you should have been shouting Ohio State from the very, very get-go. Listen, one of the biggest things with Penn State right now, yes, you are right. Their defense is very, very scary. They don't get, they don't give up many yards. They don't even. Uh, it's almost like they don't even flinch. The only team that they have faced on this schedule, that I would consider anything that's even considerably worthy 
close to a pack uh, or a Big Ten team would be Iowa, and they shut out Iowa. And don't get me wrong, Iowa's defense is smashingly awesome, but it doesn't surprise me because Iowa's offense is so completely horrible. They're going to be – here's their – so, so far, this is Penn State's schedule. West Virginia, Delaware, Illinois, Iowa, Northwestern, Massachusetts. A lot of teams could go undefeated with that with, with that schedule. It's going to be a close football game. I think Ohio State will find a way to come above. I think Ohio State wins this game. Here is the thing about their schedule, because I understand looking at the schedule, it looks very weak as far as Penn State goes. But out of all of the top 10 teams, Penn State has been the most dominant against those weak teams. Overall, I am on record and I will still say this. Penn State overall is playing the best football in the entire country. From top to bottom. I agree. I I will I will agree with that to a certain extent. Uh, name one of those teams that's a good offensive team. Name one of those teams that has a good quarterback. Name one of those teams that has a good running back. Name one of those teams that has that, besides Iowa that has a that has a great defense. None of them. I'm not say, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's going to be hard, and it wouldn't surprise me if Penn State pulls it off. I'm talking by the eye test of what I've seen so far. It's a scary one, but I still think Ohio State finds a way to win. Oh, no, I still think they do, too. Don't don't get me wrong about that. But I still should, think my Buckeyes you are going to win. You should have come out doubting it. You should have come out doubting it. I mean, there's, I'm no, not saying you, you not know, You know, you know me very well. I am not an Ohio State Buckeyes fan that says, oh, we're going to win this, we're going to win this, we're going to win this, and we're going to win every national title every single year. I am a realistic, realistic fan. Okay. You picked Washington State to beat Oregon at Oregon. Which is very likely given how the Pac-12 is. They lost 44-6 to to Arizona. To be hey. fair, that's just fandom picking. I'm just saying that is. I can afford to have a fandom pick with Washington State because they're my that's, second that's favorite his team. That's guilty pick. The Buckeyes is completely different. Pick. You're allowed to have. A, you're allowed to have a, a heartfelt pick. I have more skin in the game with the Buckeyes than I do Washington State. I still love Washington State, but they are nowhere near the Buckeyes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Uh, for me, uh, Penn State. All right. Let's move to the NFL. Yo, yo, you cannot just say Penn State and move on. Penn State. <laughs> Give me NFL. a reason. Penn State, it's, it's, the final score is going to be 44 to 0. Put it on your board. You're, you're serious? Put it on your board. 44 to nothing. Ah, you know I'm messing with you. OH, baby. Iowa, let's, go. let's go! Yeah! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Lock it in Ohio State. I just punched my mic by accident. Let's go, baby. For <laughs> making me stress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the NFL. Let's speed run these bad boys. We're almost at two hours. I want to get you guys on your way for the rest of your evening. All right, Thursday night football, uh, Jacksonville at New Orleans. Give me Duval. Yeah, I'm taking the Jacks. Yep. All right, next up, uh, we have the Lions going to Baltimore. Give me the Lions in this one. I agree. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to agree, but would not be shocked if Baltimore pulls this off. Agreed. Atlanta at Tampa. Uh, give me Tampa Bay and a bounce back. I agree. Yep. Yep. I'll take it. Washington at New York. Give me Washington. I agree. Bad <clears throat> gum. Someone's got to, you know, someone's got to pick opposite <laughs> for too long. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, Vegas going to Chicago. Give me Vegas. What is the status on Fields currently? Uh, he's not playing this game, so. Not at all? Who's your backup? Uh, Tyson Benguet, whatever his name is. Basically the Tim Tebow of Division Two or Division Three football, wherever. I don't know who the hell that is, so give me Las Vegas. <laughs> like, <laughs> give I, me ain't no coddle, baby. No, le legitimately, I was telling my boss, actually my boss didn't know either. Like, uh, I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. It's like Bajent. Uh, Bajent. I think it's Bajent, something like that. Bajent? Uh, Tyson Bajent. Uh, I forgot where he played too, but like, man, I'm not kidding. Like he was, he's essentially considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, quarterback at the division of college football he played at. But I don't remember if it's D or D two or D three, but he won like the their their divisions Heisman. I think he won a Natty. Uh, I think he's got the career passing records. I mean, he's a he was a really good quarterback for the level of play he was at. Uh, a lot of Bears he's fans. Better than Aiden O'Connell. I would say no, not right now. Uh, but a lot of Damn, Bears, you almost had me. A lot of Bears fans are are really pumped up about Tyson. They have been. You since you we know got how him. close you you had me right there to the picking the Bears. Bears. Well, All hey, you had to hey, do was well, answer well, that question correctly. Well, hey, let me just say this. Keep in mind, I am horrible at picking Bears games. Just saying, I'm giving you a free win here if you pick the Bears. I'll take the Bears. <laughs> At least someone has the courage to. I sure don't. I'm a Bears fan. All right, Buffalo at New England. So Give he, me Buffalo. What, Ricky? Well, I I didn't make my pick. But yeah, I guess that's fine. Um, I'm trying to look here. Shepherd. Shepherd. That's Shepherd what it was. University. That's what it was. Or Shepherd College, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm trying to see what level. I don't even think they're D2. I don't even think they're D3. They could be NII. They might be NII, honestly. Never mind. Give me the give me the Raiders. <laughs> uh, let me look. Uh, Let's see here. Hang on. I'm I'm looking right now. I'm looking right now. Yeah. No. No. They okay. are. They are NCAA. They're it's, Division Two. They're Division Two. Okay. They are Division Never II. Never mind. I'm going back to the Bears. So he's uh <laughs> he he won the the Harlan Hill Trophy, which is the Heisman. Uh, he's a fir he's a two-time first-team All-American. He's a two-time Offensive Player of the Year for his conference. Uh, two-time first-team uh, for his conference again for the East. Uh, it's divided. Oh, all, all, all. Okay, yeah, first-team for the whole conference, and then he got you know two-time for Offensive Player. Uh, then in 2019, uh, he was second-team. This was one of his younger years, obviously. And he got first-team also in 2018, which is his first year when they were in a different conference. Uh, I believe he does hold the passing records. Uh, yes. Uh, no, the only career record he has is for NCAA is touchdowns in college with 159. Uh, but he does have over 17,000 yards passing in college. Uh, he passed for 5,000 yards in 2021. 53 touchdowns in 2021. Uh, only 48 interceptions on his college career. I'm taking, I'm taking Chicago. Jacob. I feel more comfortable kid. now. I'll take Chicago. <laughs> I think with a week of practice, I think he I think he can figure it out. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm still going Vegas, so that tells you Chicago's going to win. Anyway, yeah, so Buffalo and New England. I picked Buffalo. Yep. Yeah, we're good. Cleveland Indy, give me Minshew Mania. 
Big PJ Walker. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Cleveland. Pittsburgh and the Rams give me the Rams. The Rams, I have no faith in Pittsburgh. I'll take the Rams, even though Mike Tomlin's still one of the greatest coaches in the NFL right now. <laughs> uh, Arizona and Seattle, give me Seattle. Give me Arizona. I considered it too. So. I, I I really want to pick Arizona, but ever since they beat Dallas, they have not been consistent on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I'm going to take Seattle. All right, Chargers and KC, give me KC. Yep. Would not surprise me if the Chargers pull this upset. Wouldn't surprise me one bit, but I'm going to take KC. Green Bay and Denver. Give me Green Bay convincingly. Agreed. Denver's played a lot better football here lately, though. Uh, I've got one. I've got, a, I've got win. a random reason why it's convincingly. I don't, I don't think the Jets are the only team that took offense to Sean Payton's comments. Green Bay is about to come out swinging for Nathaniel Hackett, and Nathaniel Hackett's going to essentially get two dubs over Sean Payton and the Broncos this year. Green Bay's deep. Yeah. Screw it. I'll take Green Bay. All right. An incredible fucking matchup that I'm really excited to have on the, in the background while I'm playing Spider-Man 2 this weekend. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Miami and Philly. Man, give me, give me the fins on this one, but I think this is going to be a fucking game. Yeah, considering how Philadelphia's offense has been playing, this isn't going to be a close game. Give me Miami. I agree. Uh, Jalen Hurts has not been up to par. He actually has thrown... I think it's seven interceptions, which is all more than what he threw all year last year. And then Monday night, San Fran and Minnesota. Give me San Fran. So CMC is trending towards playing, but Debo and Trent Williams are trending in the exact opposite direction. Give me, me Minnesota. I know that sounds crazy, but give me Minnesota. Give me, give me San Fran. I'm also taking Minnesota. Wow, I'm the only one. Interesting. All right, let me go ahead and turn that down. Interesting, interesting. All right, boys. Uh, we've officially passed the two-hour mark for the show, so let's just go ahead and wrap it up quick so I can get you guys on with the uh, rest of your evenings. Any last thoughts, boys? Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't do... Just don't this Saturday. Do not send me anything until the game is over. I will check up on you. How's that? That's fine. All right. That. Ricky, any thoughts from you? Because here, here, here's the thing, Jacob. We're going to have to check up on you, especially if it's a 21 nothing lead. Penn State has a 21 nothing lead. We're definitely going to check on you then. Yeah. I just want to make sure you know, you're okay. You... It'll be okay. It's going to be all right, guys. It's going to be great. OH! Bio! <laughs> Ricky, OH! Uh, oh, I'll take oh, screw it. Oh, screw it. I go, baby. Let's Woo! go. <laughs> yes. All right. If you made it all the way to the end, we appreciate the absolute hell out of you. We'll be back next week with more terrible opinions. Until next week, guys. See you.